Hey everybody, this is Dave. So the place that we recorded this had an old heating system that would hiss every couple of minutes. So I tried to get rid of the noise in the background, but if we sound a little overproduced, that's because I was trying to get rid of the background noise. Uh, you can't hear it as much as you could when we recorded, but it's still there. So just in case any of you are wondering if we, in fact, do have live snakes in the recording area, no, that's our next Patreon goal. Anyways, enjoy. Might be able to win this fight if you can just stay out of the reach of... Mm-mm. Oh, it's no. going down, love. It's you know, there's two reasons a fighter will do that kind of dance away. One, they're scared. It's what people the crowd will assume, right? Sometimes they want to hurt the other guy so badly that they're just trying to save up for that shot. They're just trying to make sure. They don't want a glancing blow. They don't want to, you know, just get in a little jab. They just want to cause bodily harm. They are choosing their moment. Mm. Oi, they're scared. What do you think? Maybe they think we're not worth it. We're just severance to them. Or they just don't know how big we really are. And it's probably pretty important they don't find out. <laughs> not, not yet, anyway. Oh, there'll be fights all night. Ah, yeah. As much as I'd love to um, win some coin from your fair <coughs> ne'er-do-wells down there. Sounds like we got a fight of our own, don't we, lads? Tell Clegg that Commander Malloy expects to be paid if you guys are going to move weight like this. Let's make some scoundrels. Woo! All right. So we start with making the crew first, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't Is actually it? know that the game prescribes that, but I thought it might be useful so that people can then determine their playbook and sort of mm-hmm. subspecialty. If folks are like, I think if you have a better sense of the kind of crime you do, mm-hmm. you might be able to figure out what kind of criminal. Okay. Yeah, Let's that makes that. sense. Because if we play try. a bunch of bravos who are basically professional extortionists and intimidators and thugs, right. and we all decide to play support characters and stealthy ones, <laughs> it's it's possible. It'll I mean, make for some interesting scores. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But it's definitely, it will be harder to to, to reconcile those two. Right. Well, most definitely. Yeah. And I think also what's great about the crew, it's one of the things that I'm excited about to play this game is I feel like the, the, within the... the uh, already great you know there's all these different genre elements of you know crime stories underbelly victorian ghosts all that great stuff um but there's so many different sort of sub genres like i I think of it as the sort of the crime story subgenres particularly like do we want to have do we want to do a game that feels like scarface do we want to do a game that feels like ocean 17 or whatever they're on now you know um I think, Obviously, wide variation. I think the Ocean's uh, movies are going to do a crossover with The Fast and the Furious. Now that I said that, I want that so bad. <laughs> yeah. that would I would pay Hollywood make that happen. Mm-hmm. Vin, I know you and George Clooney are friends. <laughs> yeah, I think George plays the healer in his D&D campaign. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the as folks probably remember since we went over this a little bit um, – the uh, crew options are assassins, bravos, cult, hawkers, shadows, and smugglers. And right now, it seems like we're leaning towards 
hawkers with yep. a with a through line of dealing or manufacturing drugs. Yes. So is that the main job of the hawker crew, just manufacturing and selling drugs, etc.? Well, so that's the there's different options. Okay. So for instance, again, if we go back to our thinking about different films, so the three of you as a brand new crew of hawkers on the mean streets of Duskwall could look at me. I'm the king of Duskfall. Oh, yeah, that? that's good. I came up with that this morning. That's great. <laughs> Boop, I guess. I don't look. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's staying in no matter that's what. That's good. Anyways, you were saying text. Um, so, um, when you think about hawkers, you could, and even narrowing that further down, because hawkers are vice dealers generally. You could run a bordello, you could, you know, run booze, you could do all kinds of things. But thinking specifically about drugs, it's sort of a question of like where both, I think, the feel of the game and also uh, where you want to be in the supply chain, right? So Scarface, right, could be like a small crew rolling it, rolling heavy, yep. you know, uh, fighting over turf with rival gangs and just sort of ruthlessly, ambitiously crawling your way up and replacing an existing drug network, right? Yep. Um, another, another example would be, uh, would be the Sopranos. Yes. Yeah, right. Tony Sopranos, uh, one of his ma- his major incomes was uh, selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they just straight up needed to take care of some uh, some problems. They were yep. more they were more social about it, but they still fucking killed people when they right. had to. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys could also go the Breaking Bad route, where you are, you know, probably one of the characters is the cook. <laughs> Um, and mm-hmm. is manufacturing, you're bring, you know, bringing some new product to the streets that, you know, you're then trying to build an empire around. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys could also be hijackers that steal product from other people, uh, either through violence or stealth or, you know, variations thereof, um, and then resell it. That would be an option as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things, so the, um, one of the things that I think is really helpful about the, the game is what, for the uh, all these different crew types, it, th- there is an underlying mechanic of how you get experience points. Um, so hawkers get XP by acquiring new product supply, executing clandestine sales, um, and securing new sales territory. Those are the three kinds of things that allow your crew to grow and get stronger. So it's really thinking about how do you do those things. Yep. And also... Um, so <clears throat> there are multiple XP triggers, uh, and it, there are other, uh, personal XP triggers for our characters, but with those general XP triggers for hawkers, you know, that will influence what kind of characters we want, wh- what we want to be good at. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. There, there's a whole version of hawkers, for instance, where you're basically socialites. Like you're basically like selling. You know, basically the e rape, at, yeah, yeah at the rave, right? Yeah. Where your most of the scores are, you know, you, you're literally going to parties and things like that and trying to secure new contacts um, and like break your way into new social scenes and not get. And I, I mean, obviously, you still have to deal with comp- both competition and the blue coats, but, um, you know, you could have an entirely social base through where most of your scores are about, you know, slipping seamlessly into like a new scene basically. Yep. Right. And like mm-hmm. distributing your product there. Um, or you guys could play ruthless hijackers who are, you know, or, um, you know, I mean, the, uh, an, the, the sort of brutal control over territory 
version, like at the street level. I mean, I think probably The Wire is the most memorable of mm-hmm. you know those. Yeah. Because if you guys want to play an up and coming street gang, you're literally just taking out rival dealers and taking over like corner by corner those markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a game. Importantly, there is a game mechanic. So like taking turf is something that regardless of your approach, you're going to want to do. But again, that turf could be. Oh, now we get invited to, you know, Lord blah, blah, blah's balls. You know what I mean? And we have to go there and make that, you know, these dandies, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we have to, you know, we're going to go in and, and, uh, corrupt their product so that, you know, a bunch of, uh, wealthy merchants kids overdose and, you know, people start coming to us instead. You know what I mean? Like that right. could be a version of it. Or you guys could be like, we go in guns blazing at night and attack, you know, uh, cargo barges that we know are smuggling in the product that we want to take yeah. and sell. Hmm. So, what do you got? What are you guys thinking in terms of like what kind of game? Like, do you guys have a reference point in terms of like crime movies or shows that you really like that would be stylistically fun to play? Uh, personally, I think that um, I I always like the uh, the um, you you know that I, I prefer crime movies or any protagonists that are good at something they establish they're good at something that excuse me separates them from any other uh character in the film um and so for instance if you think of uh like layer cake uh layer cake that's the oh my god great movie if people yeah. haven't seen that mm-hmm. watch, La- watch layer cake layer cake is underrated phenomenal. classic yeah. okay so in layer cake the um the protagonist is a low-level drug uh, packer he packs coke um, and he figures out a way to basically, uh, what does he do? He figures out a way to basically like get himself into the supply chain at a higher, higher way or some shit like that. Yeah. I f- I'm actually forgetting the plot details, but yeah. yeah, it's much more about like the social, you know, the social, the manipulations and like the business planning, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And plotting and like logistics of the supply chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that, but I also like the idea that we cook our own like unique stuff. Okay. Like we, we, Maybe maybe our thing is like we are very good at cooking uh, or making our own very unique brand of vice, but we have a small problem with the fact that, you know, since we're new, we don't have the supply chain below us. Okay. So we have to like knock off people's uh, like uh, knock off people's right. base ingredients and then we cook our own uh, and then hopefully, you know, sell enough to be able to secure a position so they don't just come fucking raid our home right. immediately. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like lightning fast. We just show up on the scene, knock over somebody's supply, and then before they they even have a chance to like uh recoup and retaliate, you know, like we've got people in our pockets already because we've made a shit ton of money, made some contacts with the Bobbies or something, and now like we're kind of protected. I'm liking um, that, yeah. And it's ambitious as hell. It's fucking crazy. And it's exactly the kind of thing I would watch if that was a film. <laughs> it's like 24 hours. Like, can you steal ingredients, cook the drugs, sell to a market, get on somebody's good side, make the money. And by the time the 24 hours is over and the fucking crips are like ready <laughs> to kill you. Well, and part of that too. So we talked about if people still want to go with this concept. Um, I think you guys talked about all being part of the same family mm-hmm. of uh, Severosi mm-hmm. uh, from Severos, which is the sort of, depending on how you play it, Mongolian, Native American, hor- you know, or Riders of Rohan, I guess it could be, yeah. you know, horse lords, so. um, who, uh, uh, you know, nomadic, living in, in these, you know, blighted lands and surviving in, uh, though they are also um, 
subjects of the Imperium now. Yes. Um, so if you guys, and, and we even talked about the idea of, uh, Dan and Jesus, you guys being like country mouse, like immigrants yeah. who had just arrived in, in mm-hmm. Duskfall. Um, and Dave being, you know, the city mouse, like city mouse cousin who's been there and like knows the, um, yeah, you guys are like, no, we have jobs. Like we, we have cousin. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we secure yeah. this completely legitimate law abiding jobs. Right. <laughs> um, which is cool because then that brings in like the crime family element, right? Like you get that yep. classic like immigrant crime family, you know, story. Um, because it's, you're also, um, you know, a mar, a marginalized group. Mm-hmm. Um, a mistreated group. Uh, and the, um, you know, one thing that you could do, for instance, is if one of, uh, like Dan and Jesus, if one of you are bringing a new ingredient from out of town, like mm-hmm. a, you know, a seed, a, some kind of Severosian, you know, some herb of some herb sort, yeah. that is smoked locally or, you know, consumed, you know, it's like a local drug and you're trying to introduce that into the local market to compete with the existing, you know, I mean, it, or it could even be a stronger version of, one of the existing Duskwall drugs. That's yeah. like, um, yeah. some, something that I think that we should, um, that we should just answer right now, focus on the drive. What, like, what has brought the three of us to be like, no, we're not getting factory jobs. We're turning to a life of fucking crime. Right. Um, and like, I think the fact that it's a, I'm assuming a terrible, it's a Victorian era, like level type of situation. So yeah. the factory jobs will kill us eventually yeah. or make us lose limbs, fingers, etc. And then they'll harvest our souls. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. that's the thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's really not, like yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, not great. It's, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. And there, so there was also the idea that, uh, in your family lineage that, um, your great, great grandfather was an industrialist, like left the, the horse lord, like tribes and clans, uh, became a full, Full on, um, not just he even flipped. collaborator. Yeah, he, he flipped. flipped. He flipped. He became yeah. a, a full on agent of the Imperium and oh. helped like build the railroads. Was he one of the ones that basically turned our people toward, like, helped conquer our people? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, but yes. yeah. that he, and this would be, this could be an interesting set of motivations too, because you, you could have different feelings rich. about it. Yeah, yeah. He was enormously successful and built an estate. Um, but that, that, uh, that estate has since fallen into disrepair and is abandoned mm-hmm. and that the three of you, you know, um, I think we, t- we talked about an idea where, you know, previous generations, there's been a lot of big talk in your family about like reclaiming the family estate, but no one's ever actually done it. And so the three of you could be, you know, ambitiously dead set on like, no, we're going to take back this family thing. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you feel, you know, depending on how you feel about that particular ancestor. We, we also, I think we talked about the idea that, like, one of your ancestors was a great rebel hero, um, like your great great grandmother, and then her son was the one who was kind of a sellout, but then who made it big in, in Duskwall. Mm-hmm. And so you guys could sort of decide, you know, do you kind of identify with one or both ancestors, or are you, are you kind of like the past is dead and we're, but we're coming up in this trade city, you know? Yeah. I think my character, cause I've been thinking about, it, I think my character definitely has, Kind of dances a line. Like, he's done being fucking poor. He came to this country. Uh, he didn't, he, it didn't work out. Uh, and it's clear that it's like an institutionalized oppression mm-hmm. for people who are not, who are definitely Severosi and wants to find a way to get that, you know, the idea of having an estate, like legally where no one can take it away. That's great. But at the same time, if we do reestablish Severosi influence in Duskfall, then we also establish Severosi influence wherever Severosi are. 
mm-hmm. we could conceivably basically make it so it's less palatable to the those in power to completely oppress the Severosi. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's only currently in the um in the core book the only Severosi faction is a well-regarded mercenary company called the Iron Nails, but they're not a criminal gang. Mm-hmm. Um so they're they're not you know they're not like a expanding, you know, turf-oriented you know, concern, they're a mercenary company. Okay. So, you know, to the highest bidder. So that's, yeah, they're not exactly like creating safe communities for your people. So you okay. could have a lot of different motivations. And it's also, to be clear, like we can set some of this stuff as backstory, get the game going, and you guys can sort of feel your way through and figure out your character's core commitments. Yeah. Um, but if, if anybody has strong impulses in that direction, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the way I see it, I like your idea, and that could be your particular motivation. My motivation is basically, the way I see the Savari is basically like, uh, that they're seen as basically tough, strong, but not particularly smart. So any yes. attempts I say in the seat to get more legitimate, like using my intelligence, because I, I'm, I'm aiming towards the leech, the more alchemist. Route. Cool. Okay. And so basically, any attempts I go in a more legitimate business, people like, well, you're Savari, I mean, I don't need someone to lift a, a, a box for me. I right. need someone who actually is, you know, smart. Not saying you're not smart, but, oh. you know. Oh, they're, they're two of the biggest uh, universities in the Imperium are in Duskfall. Okay, you could your I, I could have tried to apply. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. And not gotten in, and so now yeah. they put a nose like it's not because no. They just <laughs> you're put a you're no. just like you have a feeling if you put John Smith <laughs> instead of a Severosi name yep. that you would get to the if next I put round. It, if I had if I over the phone had the right accent yeah. one could say yeah yeah, yeah that's uh, I yeah, like that I like idea that. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Dan just wants to snort ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's basically it. Yeah. Which one of these lets me do that? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I. so what I'm thinking is, you know, we go into the drug trade, you know, we've got something special. Uh, I'm thinking whatever ingredient it is, is is some is somehow ghost or supernatural related. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking some kind of uh, mushroom or fungus that grows on corpses. And, uh, and the way to, and the way to find it is you have to talk to ghosts, the ghosts of those corpses, kind of have them lead you to them. Because mm. it doesn't, you know, mm. it's like only grows in certain specific conditions. And so that's how we've been hunting them down. Like, I know how to find that's it. That's pretty uh, great. This character knows how to yep. turn it into shit that'll get you real high. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty great too, because the, um, the mechanism for corpse disposal, which because every yeah. person who dies will rise within a couple of days as a, Usually vengeful wild ghosts that yep. will can actually harm people. This is a pleasant universe. Guys. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, the what happens is as soon as anybody dies in in Duskfall, the death crow you'll see a death crow fly from these towers and start to circle the dead body. So that's mm-hmm. how everyone knows. Right. Uh, and a bell chimes that can sort of mystically only be heard by the people in the vicinity of where the the murder took place. Um, and spirit wardens come to get the body as quickly as possible so they can liquefy it into its core electroplasm, which both uses a resource but also prevents the ghost from mm-hmm, – destroys right. the ghost. So if your product grows on corpses, there's a time factor <laughs> oh, or exactly. a, sort of a smuggling factor. And also exactly. the spirit wardens are not to be fucked with. They're not. Right. Yeah, they're they're one, among the most powerful factions. In the and area. also they are the only faction of law enforcement or government – that answer directly to the emperor. Right. Oh, yes. they, they do yep. not have 
No one has jurisdiction over the Spear Wardens. Here's the cool thing about the bird, though, is, and this is the very kind of video game, like, aesthetic, like, concept, is that the bird doesn't immediately find the exact location. It starts circling the vicinity and slowly and zeroes in. in. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so like, our gang could basically, like, like constantly have lookouts for these spirit birds and the second one flies we like have an idea of where it is and we have to find it before the spirit so so if we do this basically uh our ghost guy would find a goat would would find a body Mm -hmm. i'll be the one that harvest to harvest the material and you'll be the one to basically be lookout talk to people etc yeah, I would basically, okay. I, I would be the, I would be the, the, the stealthy recon. Lear, uh, okay. Yeah, person. stealthy recon. Yeah. So, so that's why I'm, I'm also, I the... could also be the person that if I get there first, steal the body. Okay. Right. Like right. a lurk totally can just be a body. Right. Thief. Well, I think you guys would have to be body thieves yeah. because, so. Yeah, if... So that's what I was saying. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm stuck between the whisper and the slide because I want to be the guy who talks to the ghosts. Uh, I'm thinking, like, because Whisper lets me, will give me that, the compel ability, which lets me order, straight up order ghosts. Uh, slide gives me being a slide, which is nice. Uh, plus you get that, uh, uh ghostly voice ability, which is game breaking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the difference is, though, that I would have to negotiate with the ghost rather than just go like, you ghost, take me to corpse. Yep. The only problem with the you ghost take me to corpse thing is that once the compel is done ten minutes later, then you ghost knows where most you are. Most likely, uh, that's a, a good very point. angry ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, with, with the compel with the slide version, there's a solid chance that all right, you know, we, we worked out a deal. Yeah, and here's the nice thing about the slide, as Tex brought up before. There's a social aspect to to hawkers, mm-hmm. so we could so the slide with that power, you could effectively be our tag in whisper, but then also we can throw. We can throw like you know uh, city parties in right. like dilapidated old places to right, try right. to like drum up business mm-hmm. uh, or talk down the cops or because another thing is when you start a crew there is no such thing as a void in the underworld of Duskfall you are paying rent effectively to a larger gang right just to exist mm-hmm. and having a slide would make it much easier for us to be able to you know. Push rent back a little. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, there are a lot of activities. Particularly when you get into, I mean, if you're and if you're fundamentally selling a thing, then obviously you want to have someone who can. Also, I know you you had so much fun playing the talk. I had so much fun playing the 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 talk last time. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm probably not going to be high on my own supply on this character. Okay, uh, most of the time, but (laughs) yeah, and I'm excited as we uh, build this out to figure out more about what this drug looks like, yeah, how mm-hmm. it's harvested, and yeah. But the corpse as a key ingredient is fantastic. Yeah, nice, idea. nice. Um, okay, so um, let's get into... Do, do you, Dave, have the... Uh, do you want to be in charge of the crew sheet? Sure. Let me take off my sweet-ass glasses. Yeah. Ooh, this ooh. The, uh, the drug could be called carrion. Ah, ooh, yeah. 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 nice. Like Write that shit down. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm making my normal glasses on. Listeners will understand that for the first of yet another game, I dressed up. Mm-hmm. Just like I will. What we'll pictures? Just we'll like I pictures. will for Mutant uh, Chronicles. Though that one shoulder might pads. require me to shoulder pads. Shul- shoulder, pads. shoulder pads for days. Yeah. And uh, and uh, probably a mohawk. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Okay. So we are going to. Build a crew. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so we're going with Hawkers. You have the crew sheet, the Hawker crew sheet. Okay. Um, yeah, Hawkers. Here we go. So you guys start with two coin, 
tier zero and zero rep. That's fair. And then build up from there. Um, and actually that, so those are just the starting level. You actually will start with reputation. In fact, we're going to do that next. Okay. So the assumption here is that you have just formed and you've acquired a, some kind of layer. Now, uh, I, I so like the real idea. quick. Sorry, oh, yeah. real quick. Can you go over that? I got coin because I'm not familiar with the layout of the sheet. Oh, don't worry uh, about it. Right, okay. tier and rep is we're we're going to get to those in a minute. Okay, okay. The two coin is the important yep. commodity. Tell me about it. Um, so I like the idea that if you guys are into it, that there's this you know former estate, ancestral estate that's fallen to ruin and is now the turf of other gangs. That you guys, you know, part one of your goals is to reacquire this you know, this place for yourselves and then use it for this business. Um, so, and, but until then you would have a temporary layer. So we got to figure out where that's located. Um, and then, uh, figure out, um, what your initial reputation would be among factions of the underworld, right? You guys have just started out. So I, I think the assumption is, um, will probably make sense. Dan has just, you guys have been in the city for a few weeks mm-hmm. and arrived with some product, right. right? You guys have like, you know, enough to pique people's interest. And part of what, and for the last couple of weeks, you guys have been laying the groundwork to sort of launch your criminal, this criminal enterprise. Right. Um, so the, where, where do you guys think you would have set up your, your understanding that the goal would be to take over, you know, your, ancestors estate Mm -hmm. um where do you think you guys might have started out some some examples are you know a small and in house uh a grotto in the underground canals um an old shack so the the other thing is the um that might be helpful and there's a there's a map here people want to consult it um so the your family's estate is in a district called six towers um that's where the old the old manor is located or the ruins of it rather. Uh, and it's a very dilapidated rundown neighborhood, uh, where they used to be sort of grand estates and, um, where, you know, the, the, the high and mighty of the, uh, of desk wall lived and it's just fallen into decay and disrepair. Um, w- so it makes it a pretty good place for, uh, potentially finding bodies and also just hiding out. It's more desolate than a lot of the other neighborhoods. And while there's definitely, I mean, there's criminal activity everywhere. It's not like the battleground that say crow's foot is right. Where you you got, you know, it's not a bad place to like launch a new product and try to, you know, uh, try to move, move new product and, and, and settle in. Um, what do you, so what do you, any, any fun ideas for where your sort of initial layer would be? I mean, it could be whatever lodging place, Dave, your character has been in. Yeah, I don't think they're the lodging place. I think um, if we're if we're talking about bodies and hiding, mm-hmm. then the sewers. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that, that seems like the best place that you could. All right. So, listeners, we decided on some upgrades, uh, special abilities, excuse me. So, every crew starts with a one special ability that we get to choose from a list. And for Hawkers, we chose Silver Tongues. Each PC gets a plus one action rating or skill point uh, for common terminology mm-hmm. of Command, Consort, or Sway. So basically, we get to choose off the top uh, one extra social ability that that we want for our characters. It's kind of like leveling up right off the bat. It's yeah, nice. it's great. 
and so excellent choice. Yeah, so I took uh, consort, which is the ability to have like friendly banter uh, in friendly circumstances. Because as a lurk or a stealth character, I want to do the Assassin's Creed thing where I just disappear into a crowd, <laughs> saddle up to a bar as the fucking cops are looking for me, and be like, "Man, did you see that game last night?" Yep. Yeah, actually, I was also thinking of consort, but the more I think about my character, I might just actually go command. He is not a subtle man. Mm. Yeah. I'm bumping my sword. And also, command helps when you're commanding smaller crews. People oh. who thugs, basically. Okay. Work right. For us. So, for instance, if you're going to be the cook, eventually you're going to want, you guys are going to want to get cohort that can help you oh, to scale nice. up the operation. Makes sense. So, run, Makes if you're going to be running the lab yeah. or the body farm. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. You guys should probably also, because we figured some things out about this drug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you know, so the drug is is a kind of a fungus that grows on corpses. Fine, um, and it gets you, and it gets uh, <laughs> solid so far. Yes, yeah, solid so far, and it gets people high when you uh, uh, consume it. Again, still, still, we're good. Checks out. Uh, but the 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 really interesting part about it is its effect on ghosts. Now, ghosts can't consume the drug directly, of course, but when a ghost possesses and and devours the energy of a human who is on the drug, actively on the drug, uh, then they get an effect. Basically they get either they get high or they, you know, receive more energy or just, you know, it feels fills them with a thrill. It's addictive to them. Um so so yeah, so that's that's the kind of like the big secret of the drug. And this is not not openly known, uh, but it's definitely something we're gonna be taking advantage of. Yes. Well, I'm pretty I love this idea. And you yeah. guys uh, are going to tie this to your Severosi heritage. Right. Yes. Oh, right, right. Because, uh, the thing is, so the drug, like, for the Severosi, it's, it's more of a, uh, ritual drug and it's used, uh, you know, like, like you said, uh, the Severosi are, are considered ghost hunters. And so, uh, when, you know, people consume this drug, uh, it makes them more attractive to ghosts because ghosts it's want, like a want, lure, want a lure what's in you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it acts as a lure. And so our people use it as, as that when they're hunting ghosts. Uh, we, on the other hand, are more focused on the fact that it also just makes you trip balls. Yeah, could you pause, pause for Yeah, we're yeah, just going to take Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, so it's used as a, as a ritual thing. So we're going to use it, uh, more for its, uh, hallucinogenic, uh, benefits. Yeah. And, uh, Tex, when a ghost feeds off a person, it's not always fatal, correct? No, it depends on the ghost. But okay. it, it's, it's damaging. It's not fun. Yeah, fun. well, don't do drugs, kids. Right. Yeah, there you go. And the name of the drug is what, Dan? Oh. The name of the drug is Carrion. Nice. Carrion. Carrion, as in Carrion. Carrion, my wayward son. As in Carrion, <laughs> nice. my wayward son, which yeah. also fits. Mm-hmm. And uh, our the name of our crew is the Crows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Simply put, the Crows. Or, once we get big enough, people will just refer to us as the Carrion Crows. Yep. yep. <laughs> if, I mean, guys, this is a danger profession. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Yep. When, 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 when. All right. So now we're talking about upgrades, crew upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning crew upgrades for the Hawkers doesn't seem to make a lot of sense for us. So let's talk about the basic crew upgrades that are available. We get to choose two of these. Now, the Hawkers already start with two upgrades. Every crew already gets assigned two upgrades. And those upgrades are, oh yeah, it is a secure layer, um, which means that people have to roll to try to break into our layer. Right. Um, at 
Tier Zero, it's not the best, but it's something, as opposed to people just get to find, if they find our lair, they can just walk around easy peasy. Uh, and we also get training in Resolve, the Stat oh. Resolve. Interesting. So everybody take a pip in Resolve, which helps with our social abilities. Mm. Well, it, it helps resist. Social abilities? Resist. Resi- resist yeah. um, it's resolve is basically like willpower. Yeah. Mm. So it helps resist the effects of like persuasion or intimidation or a ghost trying to possess you. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So it's like mental will. Yeah. That that's one clarification of terminology that could be confusing at first is that there are actions or action ratings which take the place of skills, and then the attributes are really just like your they're like your your soak scores. Yeah. That's okay. the only thing. Pre- that you predominantly would use for predominantly for when we want to. Uh, when we get a uh, condition that we don't want from, you know, not having a stellar roll, then we can roll to effectively eat it for an amount of stress. Yeah, you can pay stress and roll your attribute too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So let's talk upgrades. Yep. Uh, So we get two of these. We can have a boathouse. You have a boat, a dock on a waterway, and a small shack to store boating supplies. Hmm. Carriage house, same thing, but with a carriage house, a stable, and two goats to pull it. Uh-huh. Because predominantly, goats are the method of uh, transportation of pulling huh. objects around. Horses exist, but they are uh, they are only they're more av- rare. Yeah, yeah, they're available to the noble uh, or the the wealthy. Yep. Cohort: a cohort is a gang or a single expert NPC who works for your crew. For all the details of cohort, see the following pages. We could consider this and take a physiker. Yep. Um, to, to patch us up. Right. So if you, for instance, if you don't want to make your character a physiker, it's really good to, if not a co- cohort, at least a contact yeah. who is a physiker because natural healing in this game is not recommended. No, thinking about it, I do want to take physiker next You think you want to take yeah. physiker? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a good skill. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to save your life with it. It also helps because you, it actually gives you, in addition to healing, you can actually use the tinkerer ability on bodies more generally now. Oh. If you take physiker, so for instance, anything you do with corpses, so it really makes sense for your character. Yeah, because other, otherwise, a- without the physiker thing, tinker is not assumed to include biological specimens. Interesting. Okay, alive or dead. So uh, it makes now that we know that uh, this great idea of the drug growing on bodies, yep. it makes all the sense in the world for your character to have that. And if you're yep. going to be cultivating whatever this, yep. so, you know. Yeah. So right now I'm just taking out, probably take out, well, we're going to get to character. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get to that. that. Uh, all right. Hidden lair. Your lair is a secret location and is disguised to hide it from view. Master. Your crew has access to master level training. You may advance your PC's action ratings to four. Until you unlock this upgrade. Because that, that's not four, available yeah, to That's not available now, yeah. to us at all, Wait, yep. even a little. Uh, yeah, so we can't take that one. Qu- quality. Yeah, quality. Each upgrade improves the quality rating of the PC's items. Oh, holy shit. Hmm. PC's items of that type beyond the quality established by the crew's tier and fine elements. You can improve the quality of documents, gear, covers, burglary gear, and climbing gear, arcane implements, subterfuge supplies, tools, covered demolition tools and tinkering tools, and weapons. Everything. So basically... You have to pick one, though. Oh, you have to pick one. Yeah, so like quality weapons, quality tools, etc. Uh, okay. Is an upgrade. Cool. Hmm. For everyone... Okay, for it's a crew thing, so... Yep. Uh, quarters. Your lair includes living quarters for the crew. Without this upgrade, each PC sleeps elsewhere and is vulnerable when they do so. <laughs> I like that. And is vulnerable. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
uh, secure layer. We already have that. A second upgrade improves the defenses to include arcane measures that work against spirits. Hmm. I would also be okay with because uh, Dave pointed out the, the um, when you're at tier zero, secure layer is pretty rough just because if you it's roll zero, your tier to resist people breaking right. in. And mm-hmm. when you have no pips in something, then you're rolling two dice. D6 and taking two the lowest D6 and one. taking the lowest rating. Jeez. Which, uh-huh. so, um, but, but separately from um, that, if the intention, and it sounds like it is, is to uh, reclaim, like move qu- as quickly probably as you can out of your current layer, I'd be fine with you guys replacing secure layer with a different upgrade. Because I know it's one of the starting upgrades for Hawkers. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys could start with training resolve and then pick three others. Yeah, I'd be, okay. I mean, I'd I'm be fine cool with that, that too. Yeah, since you're going to be changing layer anyway. Yeah. True but to be clear, the the author of the book, the authors of the book have said, yeah, beginning the game is designed to be hard on you when you're tier zero. Yeah, it's supposed that, to suck. That yeah. In, yeah. that encourages you to do more devious, ambitious things to try to climb up mm-hmm. the ladder, as it were. Uh, all right, so uh, that's secure layer training. Uh, you have a training uh, upgrade. You earn two XP instead of one when you train a given XP track during downtime. So you guys already have that for resolve. Mm-hmm. So you'll get if you if you train resolve as a downtime act, downtime activity, you get two XP in it instead of one. You could also get uh, training in. You could, for instance, take a second upgrade, which is training in your playbook XP. So then your playbook XP track would advance more quickly. Interesting. Yeah. So it basically makes you level up faster. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, vault. Your layer is a secure vault, increasing your storage capacity for coin to eight. Normally it's four, I think. Yep. Uh, a second upgrade brings it to 16. A separate part of your vault can also be used as a holding cell. Hmm. And last but not least, workshop. Your layer is a workshop appointed with tools for tinkering and alchemy. <laughs> well, this seems kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah. As well as a small library, as well as a small library of books, documents, and maps. Hmm. You may accomplish long-term projects with these assets without leaving your lair. That's important because long-term, long-term plans like case out, you know, the mob boss's estate could be multiple games across. Right. And usually you have to roll for prowl and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Blow the rolls. Suddenly you've got, you know, heat. You've got, uh, you've got other crews looking for you. This would allow us to be able to say like, nah, I'm just going to spend time inside of my cure, my secure lair tinkering on it. Therefore we would have, I'm guessing we would have in improvements to our roles trying to... Well, I, I, yeah, and I think the big advantage is that um, normally, for instance... So the assumption is you have the tools, Jesus, to cultivate, you know, collect... Assuming you have the supplies, you have the tools on hand to, like, make the drug. But if you want to do a long-term project to make improvements to the drug, to um, man- craft other kinds of items or potions or whatnot, you would need to go to another lab somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this means you'd have it sort of in-house. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Alright, so it sounds like we're gonna go with Workshop. Yes. Because we want to make drugs, we want to make them good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We gotta Again, make we're playing a game. We're playing a game. Yeah, yep. I know. I feel like we're gonna have to keep saying nope. that. For, yep. Like, why are we recording this? <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking at the mic. Are you a cop? Because you have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's... So then you're starting with workshop and um, uh, training and resolve. So then you get two more. Uh, Hawker rigging's not bad. Oh, we have training and resolve. We don't automatically take a point of resolve. 
Right. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. My mistake. You get my more mistake. XP for that. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So okay. never mind. So I just mark this off then, right? Yeah. Um, no, we do. We do get to pick. Uh, stats? No, we don't get to pick stats. We just pick abilities, and then we you hope pick to... at your action rating, and that determines yeah. your stats. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it determines your attributes. Again, okay. attributes are only for basic for um, soaking or what's called resisting yep. bad yep. outcomes. Yep. yep. Um, all right. So so. Hawker specific upgrades are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Edi- yeah, anything, steam heat. Anything, anything is going to be fun for David. A white noise. Yeah. Oh man, this, or, editing this one's on Dave too. Well, unless you, we're getting a backlog, buddy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can pull, pull it off. No problem. All right. Um, all right. So, what were you saying, Tex? Uh, Hawker specific um, upgrades. Hawker rigging is pretty good. I mean. Being able to carry to basically have a um, yeah, just just read because I didn't read that one to them. Uh, one carried item is concealed and has no load. For example, you could carry a load of drugs or a weapon perfectly concealed for zero load. Yeah, like adds an extra concealable. So you're so at the beginning of a score, you determine your loadout. You don't have to pick what gear you bring with you. You just have to pick the like basically how heavy you're rolling. And then as the score goes on, you can assign items like, yeah, of course I remember to bring my lockpicks because mm-hmm. there's a, yep. there's locks to yeah. the downside. Yes, of course I brought the explosives. The downside, if you're, if you're rolling really heavy, you're more, much more likely to take heat. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, there's other consequences. Yeah, because just walking down the street, people are like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, so having an extra loadout slot mm-hmm. that's concealable could be handy. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also start with cohort rooks and then get the elite rooks uh, upgrade, which means you'd start out with people who are like social, like your dealers, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that. And when do we roll that? Um, you use you you would use those during downtime. Downtime. Your cohort. Yeah, I mean, you can. All, I believe you can also bring cohort on. You can use them for scores as well. I believe. Uh. Um, but, but on the other hand, if, I mean, if the place that you guys think you're at right now, you haven't yet developed that, like, yeah. downstream, you I know. feel like, I feel like it's best if it's just us in the beginning and then we work our way to actually having a crew. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So you could take Hawker rigging, you could take training playbook, um, and training playbook is like, for instance, uh, as a lurk. Uh, I get XP every time I answer a problem with stealth or misdirection. Uh, address a challenge with stealth or evasion. Well, this is specifically when you train that thing. So, yeah, when, I don't understand what that means. So, when in between scores is a more structured period of time called downtime, mm-hmm. where you can do. There's a whole list of actions that you can do, and you get a select number of basically uh, downtime action slots. Right, like you only have so much time in the world. You know, one of those could be acquire an asset. One could be gather information. Um, one of the options is train. So if you train, you get an extra XP point. So you can say, I'm going to train my playbook, right? I'm going to, you yeah. know. Um, and then you get, or I'm going to beat some people Normally up. you yeah. get one XP. If you have this upgrade, mm-hmm. you get two XP from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a way during downtime. And so this is one of the reasons. So for instance, one of the downtime actions is healing. Or getting fixed up if you've been, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
harmed, which is one of the reasons, like, it's so important to get healed is because, I mean, ideally to not take injuries in the first place, but then if you do get them to be able to quickly have them resolved because the longer you're injured and have to, that that's eating up downtime slots where you could be making the crew better yep. or your character better. Yep. I have to run to uh, the little rogues room for a second, but also important note, um, and this will be after we've done our first score, but uh, you can spend coin to get a extra downtime oh, yeah. action, like yeah. celerity. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically, by throwing money at the problem, you can be like, I heal, and I do a shit ton of vices <laughs> to take my stress back. Yep. Um, so yeah. Honestly, yeah. one thing you guys might want to consider, too, for upgrades, Boathouse. Okay, I'm going to let you guys talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me know what you... Look, guys, just tell me when I need to break into a place. <laughs> <laughs> can we use a boat in the sewers? Like, how expensive yeah. are the sewers? Gondola. Exactly. They're everywhere. I mean, the sewers, sewers and canals are everywhere. Yeah. Interesting. It's okay. a, it's a, yeah, so, Venetian cityscape. So actually, might sound that sounds pretty cool. Actually, I don't think about. so. Boathouse. I mean, again, if you're trying to get access to other places or bring product to other places, but that that's one of the things you guys haven't figured out yet. Are you going to use a, another, you know, a second party smugglers to bring your product in right. weight places? Mm-hmm. You know, it would be another way to get around. Um, but. Uh, what are you guys thinking in terms of other upgrades? So, so far we have... Uh, workshop and resolve training. Resolve training. And yep. all that basically means is that we can get up to two when we train. When you train to re- resolve specifically. Yeah. And every time we put a tick, is that we put another tick here for XP or how does that work? Yeah. Well, how does this work? Yep. That's, yeah, that's X. Oh. Yeah, I'll take a look. And what happens when we fill it up? Then you can level up. But that's actually... That's not your XP track. I think okay. that's your um, the rating for well, oh, my resolve rating. Yeah, l- l- I'll I'll see that character sheet in a minute. Okay, I'll figure it out. All right, cool. What do you guys think? Hmm. Um. Well, boathouse sounds cool. Yeah, I'm kind of lean towards that myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a place to you know load and unload stock. Mm-hmm. You guys might want to take hidden layer too, and then assuming you're able to take your estate, just basically port that upgrade over, right? So that your your like the location of your drugs are always going to be hidden. Yeah. All right. Cool. So a boathouse and then hidden layer. That would be one. Yeah. All right. Done. I'm happy with it. Yeah. You guys do that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that works. works. All right. Done. All right. And then let's. Figure out. Oh, and then we have to figure out your relationships with other factions. Mm-hmm. That's our next. That's part of your hunting ground. Okay. So we talked for the other two upgrades: um, boathouse and hidden layer. Huh. Okay. And I was just saying, if you guys end up taking your estate back, you can just move any layer upgrades. You can move to that. Okay. Cool. So I'm down. So boathouse and hidden layer. Okay. So noted on the hawker sheet. All right. So now we got to figure out your hunting ground. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to say there to, to make this an easier discussion um, or to make it to narrow it down rather than trying to like go through all of Duskfall <laughs> to uh, think about a good location. Um, assuming that you want to stick to the area. And again, your hunting ground is like where you tend to do scores. Um, so the estate your your family estate right now is currently being used to hold and sell drugs already um 
and the there are basically two places that um in the six towers district that would probably make sense for you guys to start up in terms of your hunting ground um where you're trying to uh distribute your product and whatnot um and one would be around Bowmore Bridge, which is uh, an older, um, it's actually the oldest structure in the Six Towers, people say. It's a pretty humble river bridge, um, but it's a known place where junkies and others congregate to get their fixes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Bowmore Bridge, as well as your family estate, is currently being occupied by a uh, new uh faction that's sort of like a that like you guys is a startup crew uh called the nine lashers and they are currently the ones who are in your turf yeah your family don't know it yet yeah they don't know it yet they are currently occupying the ruins of the carastos estate you guys carastos family name um and uh they are a uh a small crew you know about seven of them um uh, of their all former imperial youth, like street fighters, also called scuttlers. If you guys want, if we want to get down with the Victorian slang, so this is the Nine Lashers. The Nine Lashers, yeah. Um, and they uh, established themselves as a particularly uh, violent and savage gang, um, and got their name from uh, attacking targets. You know, being imperial youth. Um, they're basically like white supremacists, but Akarosi supremacists. Uh, uh, and so they tend to target foreigners for their scores and their, you know, attacks. Fuck it. Even if they're not in our fucking legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Even if they're not in our stomping grounds. Yeah. And uh, their thing is that they sharpen their, their uh, large ornamental belt buckles and use their belts with the, like, blade buckles. Ugh. To whip their targets, hence the nine lashers. And this is uh, where is this again? This is in six towers, and they are their lair right now is your family estate, and they deal. Uh, they sell black lotus, which is one of the more popular. It's basically opium, yeah. Um, drugs. Uh, they deal that in on uh, around Bowmore Bridge. So this is the kind of intel, Dave, that your character would have collected. Mm-hmm. The other option, in terms of where you folks would be setting up shop to try to start dealing, uh, is the blocks around the Old Rose in Six Towers. The Old Rose is a uh, uh, definitely a lower-end lodging house, and also a Black Lotus quote-unquote temple. That's, rather than Opium Den, it's Lotus Temple. Um there's nothing holy about it. <laughs> um, and uh, they they also uh, rent rooms there to streetwalkers. Um, and the owner, Grimes, pays tribute to the Grey Cloaks that control all the business that comes in and out of the Old Rose. So the Grey Cloaks are um, the larger and more and stronger faction in Six Towers. Uh, the Grey Cloaks are former bluecoats, former constables who left the city watch um, to become criminals. Bullmore, I think. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bullmore Bridge, yeah. That makes the most sense for (laughs) us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when you establish your hunting ground, you have options about how you go into that. And we're going to, because, you know, what we're going to do after going into hunting ground is figure out 
your crew's relationships um, with existing uh, contacts um, with, with the existing factions. So um, the when you establish hunting ground, you can either pay off the faction that controls it at a cost of one coin. Remember, you guys have two right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that's giving you room to work. You can pay them two coins and actually get plus one status with them. They like you, right? So as a tactic, if you wanted to spend your coin, you could pay the gray cloaks if you wanted to use the old rose mm-hmm. and actually try to build a relationship with another faction if you wanted, but it would cost coin. We only right? start with two coin, by the way. Right, exactly. Yeah. That'd be two, 100% of operate. Our- that would be That would be it. You'd be, yeah, okay. yeah no money. Or you can keep your money and take minus one status for that faction. So if you take the bridge, you can say, fuck you, nine lashers, take minus one. I vote for fuck you for so many reasons. I don't like them. I don't like them, <laughs> yeah. and I want to fight now. Yeah, okay. there we go. Yeah, Perfect. They, they have our hose. Yep. So, yeah. Also, right. assholes. <laughs> yeah. So, hunting ground on the sheet, Dave, uh, Bowmore Bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is that? Hunting ground. He's right in the notes, or just somewhere. Oh, sales territory. There we yeah. go. Bowmore Bridge. Okay, so in your hunting ground, just as you don't have to write down, but just remember it. Um, if you're executing an operation of your preferred type on your hunting ground, you get plus one D to any gather information rolls and a free additional downtime activity to contribute to that operation. Fuck, yes. So, like, using your home turf for scores is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, makes a big makes a big difference. Um so, uh, speaking of which, we have to, for the two secondary upgrades that you guys took, mm-hmm. it's called the Boathouse and the Hidden Lair. Um, one of the factions in Six Towers helped you get an upgrade. They like you and you get plus one status with them. You could play, pay plus one coin and get a plus two status with them instead, right? Um and one faction was screwed over when you got an upgrade. They don't like you, and you get minus two status with them. Um, at your option, spend minus one coin. So y- you guys have to pick um, your uh, presumably not going to have a plus two status with the, the nine lashers. Yeah. Um, now, if you take the minus two status stacking on top of the two... Um, my under let me let me check real quick, but I think if you start once you hit minus three status, I think you're at war with that group, and that actually has an impact on your downtime activities. Right? Yeah, I would I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might want to avoid war. It's like we showed up in town and we are yeah like, exactly day at one. War. Fuck those guys. <laughs> what? Fuck you. <laughs> Who the hell are you? We, Doesn't matter. We're the crows. You. What? We've been in town for a day. We hate you. <laughs> I love that. Just like, who are you? We're okay, guys. Huddle up. Um, <laughs> so when you're at when you're at war, you get fewer downtime activities. Like everything becomes tighter, basically, mm-hmm. when you're in war. So let me confirm that a minus three would put you guys. Um, to be clear, I think we should avoid this. Yeah, no, that's for if, if one of us was a cutter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, if we were bravos, they'd <laughs> yeah, be yeah. like, fuck yeah. So, listen, we are going to war with these guys sooner or later. Yeah. But, but yeah, let's, we let's, don't need to have it be a war from day one. Let's get a crew first. Yeah. yeah. Yes, minus three is war. 
Yeah. Uh, this not... faction will go out of its way to hurt you, even if it's not in their best interest <laughs> to do so, and they expect you to do the same. Yeah, so there's a lot of downsides to war. Um, you get plus one heat from all scores. Oof. You temporarily lose one of your holdings, Jeez. and you only get one action, yeah. one downtime action. Well, we so have, like, the one it's built so in that. that war is costly for both sides, which yeah, is yeah. kind of a cool, okay. a cool uh, thing. So um, now, other f- now the gray cloaks and the nine lashers are the primary yeah. factions. There are other factions that you can consider in terms of your up- the you know mm-hmm. upgrade stuff um, and who you have a. You know, what kind of relationship with? So there's always the blue coats. Blue coats are a faction in every. They're a cop. They're, they're the cops. They're the cops. But yeah. they function as a gang. They are corrupt, but you know they're yeah. called the largest gang in, in Dust Bowl, right? Um, I don't think they would like us no matter what we did. So well, you can remember one for one of your upgrades, you're going to get a plus one with hmm. a faction. So you could be in with the gray cloaks, gray cloaks, oh, that's true, yeah. or in with the cops. Now the gray cloaks and the cops hate each other more than just about any other gangs out there right. for obvious reasons. So that's one thing to consider is that hmm. if you're choosing sides in that war, Oof. but the gray cloaks and, uh, and the other thing um, that you guys would know is that the nine lashers are tolerated by the blue coats because the nine lashers and the gray cloaks are competing over turf. And the captain of the, the district's commander for six, six towers is sympathetic to the nativism of the Nine Lashers and tends to tolerate. Now, they're just a tier one crew. Mm-hmm. So there's like seven of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not talking about like a massive gang, Whatever. but I'm, they're I'm, tolerated. I, I'd like to send a lovely gift basket uh, to the Grey Cloaks as we step off the boat. Uh, I think that they <laughs> sound like a great group of people. Um so, guys, we're going to go fuck the police, right? Like, yeah. fuck the police. Yeah, fair right. enough, fair enough. Yeah. So, if you want to have... So, for your, the, the two upgrades that you get, mm-hmm. you're going to want to have... Basically, you have to pick a faction that you're going to have a better relationship with. A plus one. And then you have to pick a faction that you're going to have a minus two with. Well, I guess we can... So, if we go, like, plus one with the Great Cloaks, and then minus two with the Cops, basically. Yeah. I think that sounds like yeah. a scoundrel's life. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sounds good. So minus two is hostile. The faction will look for opportunities to hurt you as long as it doesn't create serious problems for them. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. Which sounds like how the cops should be yeah. treating us. Yeah. Now, one of the advantages to having minus two with the blue coats in six towers is six towers is just less police than a lot of neighborhoods. Right. Because it's less dense. It's a much more desolate yeah. district. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like patrols on every. What you have to be more worried about is canal patrol. Mm-hmm. A lot of boats out there. Okay. Right. Yeah. We, and we have a, a dock, so. Right. Right, right. So you have to be careful in the water. But, I mean, they're also on the street, but mm-hmm. it's not like a constable on every corner. Yeah. Kind of situation. Um, so you have plus one helpful relationship with uh, the Grey Cloaks, which means this faction will help you if it causes no problems or significant cost for them. They expect the same from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, uh, with the Nine Lashers, uh, interfering. The faction will look for opportunities to cause trouble for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or profit from your misfortune as long as it causes no problems or significant cost for them. Right. Yeah. There that works. That and works. also so the cops, though, neg- negative two. The, that, that, no, that first one that I read was minus two. Minus yeah. one. Minus oh. two is the hostility. Oh, okay, okay. Constables are after you. Yeah, sweet. So that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. yeah and those, those forces balance out well in terms of, Cool. There's the internal consistency there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think, unless we're missing anything, crew has been created. Yep, yep. Yeah, now we just finished Woo! our... Yeah, characters. nice work, guys. Yeah. Now we just finish our characters. Yep. Um, 
names. Oh wait, sorry, one more, mm-hmm. one more thing. It's I mean it's related to your characters. Um, you have to pick a uh, favorite. Um, you have to pick your uh, contacts. Oh right, okay. So the contacts are Roland Watt, a magistrate. Uh, La Rose, a blue coat, probably not. Lydra, a deal broker. Yeah, uh, your crew contacts. I'll just I'll just name what they do. A magistrate, a deal broker, a smuggler, a dilettante, or a gang boss. And um, for those, the uh, so one faction is going to be already friendly with this contact, and you get plus one status with them. Mm-hmm. One faction is unfriendly with this contact, and you get minus one status with them. I think it should be a gang boss who the Lashers do not like, so we get a negative two from the Lashers. Mm-hmm. And that it's the Grey Cloaks do like, so it's plus two with the Grey Cloaks. Yeah, that's smart. So I you have plus two with the Grey Cloaks, minus two with the Lashers, and this and minus gang two boss with the is just like, those fucking nine Lashers have been <laughs> fucking with my stuff. Yep. So it's the gang boss? Yeah. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah I just gotta figure out what gang he's the boss of. Like, you know where they got those belts? They stole them from my warehouse. <laughs> my warehouse. They're using my belts. <laughs> what? Can we call him an, a retired gang boss? Yep. Sure. Yeah. Does that work? I'm looking at the hawkers. Okay, it's not my warehouse anymore. <laughs> I'm retired, but it used to be my... It's a, it's a lack of respect. <laughs> Great. Yeah, let, let's say that it's... Uh, so it's going to be Grimes, who runs the old Rose at the Great Cloak Zone. He's a former gang boss. Who now has gone into retirement, and that's going to be your contract. Okay, contract. Right. makes absolute sense why yeah. the Lashers would, don't like him and the Great Cloaks really do. Mm-hmm. So he's your crew's contact. All right, that's it for the crew. So we are a plus two status with the Great Cloaks now, and, and yep. negative two status with the uh, the Nine Lashers. Yep, that's a good relationship that you guys have with the with the Great Cloaks. Yeah, yep. And so they're no longer helpful, but they're what? Um, plus two, more, more helpful. Yeah, friendly or something. Yeah. Basically, they'll go, they'll go they more go. out of their way. To, yeah, exactly. But again, and expect you to do the same. Right, right. Oh yeah, we've got a lot to offer. A bunch of ex cops. Yeah, sure. Yeah, mostly drugs. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, Ooh, once we do get good, if we if we do level up our characters, then we can do stuff like find out if one of their guys got gacked. Then we can track them down and be like. We can like find the ghost before, uh, before the the wardens do, right? And then be like, "Who killed you? Like, how did you die? Like, so that we, is an excellent. We can point. be the Scooby Gang. Yeah, <laughs> that is an excellent point about getting bodies. A major reason criminals might want to recover a body yeah, on cause, any cause kind of ghosts, side because ghosts take a couple days to hatch, right. If you will, and you might want to get information from them if you have right. a whisper or yeah. can hire. A whisper. Yeah. So so we're, also, like, we have to get the bodies and then kind of wait for them to hatch. Also, but. ghosts want revenge when they right. come back. Yeah. yeah. So we would have a temporary ally. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, they want Ish. revenge, but they're not. They're, they're not. They're not going to rational thinkers. That's what I'm yeah. here for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. Yep. Like I said, temporary. Yeah. <laughs> we're kicking the the. The spectral can down the road on that one. Right. <laughs> Being like, well, once he got revenge, then he's... The ghosts go crazy, guys. They go crazy. <laughs> but if we keep them nice and done high, then... All right. Character creation. Yeah. Right, here we go. All right. You, so everyone has already picked the playbook. Yep. I'm a um, You guys already have your heritage. Yes. Uh, yes. Or Severos. Um, as just a reminder... Um, if you want to be considered from a place considered wild by the rest of the Empire, this is from the book, 
You could be from Severos. Outside the few imperial settlements, most Severosi live in nomadic horse tribes scattered across the blasted Deathlands, surviving within the ruins of ancient arcane fortresses which still repel spirits. So that's that's, that's where you guys cool. yep, yep, yep. are coming from. So we are again. I love the idea that like we are wildly uh, uncomfortable with the idea of home ownership, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so, like, par- probably part of us investigating this at all is like, but why would our relative yeah. buy one place, right? Yeah. Well, and that's something that you you don't have to necessarily decide it before we start play, but it's something to think about as you get develop your character more is. Like, for instance, Dan and Jesus, why'd you guys leave home? Is it because, are you carrying the values with you? Or are you like, I am so sick of horse shit? You know what I mean? And li- I'm that's, so that's sick kind of, that's of kind of like, what I'm figuring for mine. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards uh, the trade background for myself. Yes. Like, he was, he was basically like, you know, a trader slash, you know, very minor yep. merchant is selling trinkets and, uh, you know, like, just bags of horse shit. Basically. Bags of horse shit. Yeah, selling like, horse shit. Yep. Makes great fertilizer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and then uh, he just, he's like, no, no, that's it. I'm done. I was meant for more. Yeah. Sort of the same here. Like, uh, I'm, I love the chemicals, the alchemy, but it's so ritualized in our culture. Like, if nothing changes, I want to try to do things, and it's a big no no. Yeah. So you'd be academic? Yes. Academic. Yep. Academic. Great. And so you want to ideally write uh, a set, like a couple words that makes that a little bit more detailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, like a merchant who sold like, yeah. um, or, you know, a frustrated scholar or whatever you're thinking for. A frustrated scholar sounds good. Yep. And Dave, what's your background? My background is underworld. Shocking. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like it fits. <clears throat> I'm a bitter, ambitious tumbler. Ex tumbler. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Because when I came to when you're I came from Severos, <laughs> yeah, when I came from Severos, I was part of a Severosi. Uh, I came to Duskfall as part of a Severosi uh, circus act. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and we've we've talked about the Severosi is also including a kind of like a Romani element, yeah, right, right. Uh, which makes sense given that they are associated with having these, you know, hunting or engaging with ghosts. So there's that sort of superstitious, spiritist, you know, yeah, uh, occult quality to them, but more like a nomadic, you know, folk occultism, not so much a secret society, yeah, you know, arcane tomes occultism. Okay, so. Assign four action dots. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also uh, vice. Yeah, we we're gonna get to, to we're gonna get to vice. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, okay, so your playbook should begin with three action dots already placed. Yep. Right. Why don't we quickly go around and say what those are? Dave, you want to start? Yep. Excuse me. I've got one in finesse as a lurk. I've got one in finesse, which is uh, fine wielding of objects with manual dexterity, be it card sharpening or uh, dueling with blades. And I've got a two in prowl, which is basically anything having to do with, uh, with visual deception or sneaking. Oh, and also athletics. Also athletics. Yeah. yeah t- tumbling, that. tumbling and tumbling, all that yeah. is prowl also. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, as a leech, I have two dots and tinker, which is the creation of stuff like alchemical yeah. Fi- Fixing and making things. Yeah. Yep. And also opening locks. And op- opening locks. And as right. well as a dot in wreck, which is literally wrecking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally wrecking. Uh, although, if with me, it'd be more explosive than Punchy Fisty, yep. but. Yep, both are. Punchy Fisty. Punchy Fisty. Is, I love that. You're like, that's the name of the drug I'm working on. <laughs> Punchy Fisty. I love that's what you call I, That's what you call pugilism as an academic. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir, but I do not engage. Punchy punchy fist. Fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And what about yourself? Uh, and for me, as a slide, I start with one point in consort, which is basically, uh, you know, friendly... Socializing. Inter- socializing, friendly interaction over a couple drinks, that sort of thing. And two points in sway, which is deception, lying, manipulation, mm-hmm. uh, that persu- sort of thing. Persuasion. Yeah. Persuasion, yep. exactly. Convincing people to do shit. Yep. Um, okay, so n- now you can assign four action dots. You cannot exceed two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, you can't exceed two? You can't, cannot exceed assign. Yeah, you cannot exceed two. Okay, Unless cool. you get a special. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, Dan, this would really only have to do with you. Right. But you can get up to three, uh, because of our crew ability. Right, right, which is what okay. I'm gonna, I'm doing, I'm okay, gonna cool. do. Yeah. Yep. Really good. So we get up to three in resolve. I mean, I guess all of you could theoretically get a three in a social ability if you wanted to oh, <laughs> just right. put, put all your points into yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, but I've already got a three in a social ability, so. Yeah. You do? Well, I will. Right. I will. Once oh, so, so, point, yeah. one, so one thing, this is um, to, to assign your four dots, the way it connects to background is you want to put one dot in an action that you feel reflects your character's heritage, mm-hmm. Severosi. One in any action that feels that you reflects your background, mm-hmm. and then two anywhere you want. So okay. for Severosi, like prowl—I mean, prowl would d- definitely be a thing. Yep. Hunt would definitely yep. be, I t- a, I took be a, a point. Thing. I'm taking a point in hunt because of the Severosi. A tune would definitely be a thing. I took a point in a two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for your background, you can probably deduce what would be mm-hmm. you yep. know what would no, make I'm sense. A, a point Study in, for an academic. Taking a point in hunt, in hunt because of uh, my Severosian heritage, mm-hmm. and a point in con- consort because of my trade background. Yeah, I'm taking a, yeah I'm taking a point in a tune because of my heritage, and a point in study because my uh, background. Great. And study uh, can be used for study is also what you'd use to, like detect lies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's any focused observation, and then uh, and then yeah, two points are real. Yep. What about you, Dave? Probably going to take a point in hunt mm-hmm. because it it trends it it uh, traverses very nicely into prowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like the follow up ability of prowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for my background in underworld, I'm probably going to take a point in tinker for ex- exclusive exclusively for sabotage and breaking open uh, locks. Okay, cool. Yep. And then my extra two points, I'll put one in finesse and one in tune. Great. Okay, David, what are you looking thinking about for your final two points? Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm taking that that extra third point to bring my sway up to three. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it's worth all. I think with a crew, um, generally speaking, it's it, it's a might be a good idea to just quickly go through the actions and see if there's any that no one has any in. Mm-hmm. Just not necessarily to say you have to have balanced characters, but for any score, yeah, like, be yeah, good, like so it'd be good far, to know going into it if there's yeah. Like so far, it sounds like we don't have any survey, we don't have any skirmish, and we don't have any command. I have one in command. You have one in command. All right. Yeah. Okay. Then I can definitely take a, uh, a skirmish. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then I guess I could take a dot in survey. Yeah. So um, so you know you see the uh, the the first column that's divided by a line. Yep. Uh, in all of the stats, those are the amount of dice that you would roll if you rolled one of those abilities, got a, res- uh, a complication you didn't want, and tried to resist right. it. So since I don't have any insight, um, if I use Hunter Tinker and something goes wrong, I have to deal with that that consequence. Hmm. Right. Um, uh, same thing with any resolve rolls. I don't have resolve. I would have to take that consequence. Right. So, uh, so if, the, yeah, this also determines which one action range you pick. Also determines your attribute rating. Right. Interesting. Okay. So you, yeah, your attribute equals how many action range you have at, at at least one underneath that attribute rating. Hmm. 
So if you have no prowess actions, for instance, then your prowess is zero. If you have to, you know, if you want to resist physical harm. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, if you want to take survey or um, uh, one of the insight things, Jesus, that would make a lot of sense. Because you'd be able to actually resist it. And survey is pretty important because survey is like detecting ambushes. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Survey is like, is... um, more sort of spur of the moment perception. Yep. So I think I'm going to take. I'll take a point in skirmish, maybe, to backstab some motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you necessarily just use finesse for that, though? Well, you can use prowl to backstab. If it's if it's from stealth, you can use prowl. Uh, skirmish is like shit goes down, you draw blades, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, skirmish is the most general fighting mm-hmm. one, and it's the only one that is. Just for fighting. <laughs> yeah. Skirmish has no other application. There are other, like, wreck, prowl, finesse, and hunt can all be used for combat, but none of them are specifically for combat. Right. Skirmishes only for combat. Yeah. So, so, so far we do not have any skirmish though. Uh, as far as I can tell, though, I guess I could put a dot in skirmish. No, let's focus on the brainiac stuff. All right. You. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, uh, because yeah. I've got two points in resistance, I'll take a skirmish. Yeah. Okay. So I could take, one more dot in study or tune. If I'm going to go full brainiac on this, I mean, it would make more sense for you to have focus on a tune. Uh, things I don't need it. All oh, right, you don't need it. Right, right. Well, you might need it. Be- yeah, I mean, I have a point because a tune that pick it up. Remember, a, tu- a tune is also how you see ghosts. Right, right, right. So yeah. if you don't know, I'm that all they're- like, like, right, right, like yeah. ghost voice lets me talk to them, but that doesn't mean I can necessarily find them. Right. Like once I find a ghost, I can definitely or talk one it finds down. you, <laughs> or one finds yep. me. Exactly. Right. I can. I, I've got a solid chance to at least talk it down. Uh, but I can't. Yeah, like I, I can in theory use hunt a little bit. But uh, but I definitely want that point of a tune. Yeah. So so I'm All picking right. it up. But 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 again, that's I'm a kind of a ghost talker, but I'm not a like you know you're you're the you're the one that should be like Jesus. You should be the one that should be more like yeah, tuned to ghosts and attuned to the energies because mm-hmm. you're the one actually refining the drug. True. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. So text, if I'm reading this correctly, so when I put in a point of skirmish, I would put it in the furthest left bubble. Is that accurate? When you what? When I put in a point of skirmish, I would put in the yeah, furthest, furthest left, left yeah. bubble. Yep. So that mean I would be rolling three dice if I wanted to resist. Because you have hunt, skirmish, and prowl? Because I have uh, finesse, prowl, and skirmish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So that I get that now. So oh, I see. So I see. the amount of dots you have on that row is your, your rating right. here. Oh, okay. So with, with hunt, because I would I put it all the way to the left to give me a dot in insight? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you took yeah. one in hunt, and you'd have one. Yeah. So basically, oh, so, with, so if you do take an ability, you will have an, a stat to resist. I it. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So basically, cool. I, I effectively have one insight, one prowess, and three resolve. Yeah. Okay, that makes perfect. Okay. Sense. And so, yeah, because I remember reading that in the book: the more well-rounded your character is, the better your your resistance. Your ability to resist so negative outcomes. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very, because very the more cool. the more like even if you just have one dot in all of them, if you have one dot in all of them, then you've got a you know a solid five. So. Or solid, uh, yeah, five or four, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, in which case, I'm gonna have a finesse. I'll have a finesse of one, and I'll take a point of a tune. Okay. That will help. So we all have a tune, essentially. That would make sense. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 And also, we are actively our our business model involves oh. the undead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which okay. So then, should I get the second point of a tune myself, or should I put a second point in study? Or you should just, or you could grab just another one pip. In something to improve your resistance rolls in whatever. I could, but just 
I guess maybe finesse for me. So what was that training in Rasal that we got earlier? Like, what exactly does that give us? So you can you can train in um, during your downtime. You get right. more XP if you train in that attribute. Okay, so that you can raise that. Gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. It just doesn't give you doesn't give us any extra dots now. Right, just opens up the door to make it easier to get right. more. All right, right. So in terms of yeah, this is just like a basic interesting trade off. And obviously we haven't played the game yet, so I don't know how it'll. But just statistically, you know, remember you're rolling for the highest score across dice. So the difference between a 1D and a 2D is tremendous mm-hmm. uh, statistically. Yep. So that's just something to yeah, because uh, the, the ones don't detract or anything else. Right, exactly. It's, ju- it's yeah. just like if you roll nothing but ones, then it sucks for you. Yeah, So you could roll like six dice, get five ones and a single six. Right. That's a great success. Yep. And mm-hmm. it, it's worth – so in, in any – in terms of your internal calculations, there's basically in any given roll, you can get – generally speaking, up to two extra dice. One from teamwork, like mm-hmm. someone having your back, and then another die from... Um, pushing yourself. Either pushing yourself or a Devil's Bargain. You can't right, do both, right. but you can do... Oh, yeah, you should probably explain what Devil's Bargain is. You can is. do one or the other. Yeah. Um, Devil's Bargain is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> where And you players can both come up with ones, I can propose them, etc. Right, right, yeah, because other um, players can go like, oh, hey, Dave, here's what you should do. Right. Yep. And it, you, what it usually means is that there's going to there's gonna be a negative outcome attached to the role, no matter how successful the role is. Right. But right. the nice thing is... But you get an extra die. Text needs to tell you what that outcome is. He can't yeah. just say... Yeah, it won't like, be a... Sur- it won't be right. like... It's not like, oh, good, you take the devil's bargain, we'll find out after your roll. Mm-hmm. Or something mm-hmm. like that. No. The carriage explodes, killing you all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because then, cause then you can basically negotiate and go like, that sounds great, but how about right. this instead? So the, or yeah. you can, or you can straight up deny a devil's bargain. Right. Nothing. No, you're never forced to. Right. You can it. always, yeah, exactly. And so, instead, just spend effort if you have it, or uh, sorry, stress if you have it. Right. And and usually, what it means is that the devil's bargain is basically going to be like a devil's bargain is basically going to be negative outcomes as if you had failed a roll, but not as severe as if you failed right. a roll that you're yes, because you about still, to make. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah. still so, hopefully succeed. Because you, yeah, you can still actually fail the roll. Right. With the which case, dice, but, but yeah. you still take the devil's and bargain. And you still take the devil's bargain. Right. But hopefully you succeed, so you got what you wanted, but you're also right. going to have to deal with the effects right. of the bargain. So it might be that, so like an example would be like if David is trying to finesse, you know, um, a lock that's particularly well built, um, you know, it might be that, you know, that I would say something like, you know, this is just an absolute like bitch of a mechanism. Um, and even for your fine lock picks, it's, you know, you can basically force it, force like that last tumbler right. to go. Uh, hopefully you'll get it, but either way, you're going to damage your fine lock picks right, exactly. and like, like either loot, you know, picks. break them or they need, they're going to be, need yeah. to be repaired or, or like, whatever. Yeah, so like either way, the lock picks are going to get fucked up right. and. And then it's just a question of are the lock picks fucked up and the lock opened, or lock picks are right. fucked up fair and enough, or like you yeah. didn't realize there was an alarm attached to that lock, so right. you'll hopefully get it open. Yep, exactly. But but yeah, you hear the alarm bell start in the distance, yep. move yep. quick. Absolutely. Yeah. So right. it can be like a temporary condition. It can be any kind of negative consequence. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I'll just take the second dot in a tune. And a tune is mostly perception and engagement, but there are situations where you can actually use a tune to manipulate the ghost field right. with the right technology. Actually, no, just, or you know what? You know what? I'm going to switch it to study because you're the talker to the ghost anyway, right? Right. Yeah, hopefully. But I mean, a tune is also, I think I remember reading that it can also be used to like, like sort of as, an, as, a, as a supernatural investigate skill. 
Like you can go into a room, attune yourself, and 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 get a get a a feel for what has happened in that room supernaturally, like traces yeah. of, of recent ghost passings, stuff like that. Um, so it's you know it's useful in that sense as well. But would it be useful for us as hawkers to know about? A tune is not going to. I mean, yeah, it's dealing with ghosts is the big or being able to yeah understand uh, impressions in the ghost field. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, study is also good for investigations right, and right. you know like and studying a crime scene or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, because a tune will can work to say this specifically like you know study when you're directly dealing with supernatural. Like yeah, it won't you, help you if you find a, a really interesting book on ancient ghost rituals. Mm-hmm. There you definitely want study. A right. tune will be useless to you there. Yeah, but also study helps with like determining lies from people and stuff like right. that. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And since I'm the only one with study as far as I know, you know what? Hell with I'll just put a second dot in study. Yeah. Cool. And I would also say since this is our first time playing this, if, switch if after game. this game we want to move some points around and whatnot, I mm-hmm. feel totally makes cool. perfect sense. Cool. Cool. So I so yeah, uh, I've got one in Hunt, one in Tinker, one in Finesse, two in Prowl, one in Skirmish, one in Attune, and one in Consorts. Okay, right. So I'm like really kind of spreading out my jack-of-all-trades thing. Good. Because I took a Lurk ability that allows me to do some truly fucking insane... Matrixy. Prow- yep. Matrixy um, Prowl shit if I need to. Okay. So the thing I'm good at, I can be really good at. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Great. Right. So everybody... Has, has everybody picked their special ability? Uh, yep. Yes. Great. I am an alchemist. Surprise. Alchemist. I thought you were going to say alcoholic. alcoholic. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Too. <laughs> like, we're going to get like, to vices in a second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can talk to ghosts. You're an yeah, alchemist. I've got the He's ghost is. voice alchemist and yeah. uh, Dave. Is and there. Dave has Matrix. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the next thing that we're going to pick is uh, NPC. One close friend and one close rival. Got so it. each playbook has a list of NPCs that your character Shady knows. friends is what it says under yeah. mine. Um, Sly mm-hmm. friends is mine. Nice. Choose one from the list who is a close relationship, mm-hmm. and then mark the upward pointing triangle next to their name. Then choose another NPC who is your rival or enemy, and mark. But the, but your character knows all of these people. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But one of them is particular. One two of them are, are special. One because right. they really like and them, you're neutral with everybody else. Yeah. The what other is just like people? What is know. a psychonaut? Uh, that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, that's a person who is does a lot of drugs and uses a tune and but communicates with the ghost. Basically, my character from uh, from our previous from the Monero <laughs> yeah. Legends game. Interesting. <laughs> one thing: Does anybody have the option of taking a physiker? I do not. I do not. Nope. I okay. have drug dealer, gang leader, tavern owner, prostitute, or jailbird. Cool. Okay. Which, by the way, I'm taking drug dealer as my friend and prostitute as my enemy. <laughs> oh, she's, no. she's an ex. <laughs> There's a history there. Yep. She, she, the breakup was not pretty. Can I take the blue coat as a friend? Yeah. Just like, because the, the faction is... Yeah. yeah. I mean, presumably if they're friends with you, they're not, like, very, you know, loyal No, I think to... I'm totally... Uh, I think I'm totally a... Uh, uh, what are those people that basically uh, drop dimes on people? Uh, professional snitch. Yeah. Oh, so the uh, going in the other direction. You're a narc. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I drop dimes on other gangs. Got it. Right. Yep. Uh, Got it. And what's a blood dealer? Uh, a blood dealer. Yeah. I'm assuming he deals blood. What does it say? Jewel. A blood dealer. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. I so there's a drug called blood needle. Oh. But I actually don't have. Any idea what I'm I got like. your A's, I got your mm-hmm. B's, I got your O negatives right here. Mm-hmm. I'm get yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know of anything else other than blood needle. 
You, sir, you look like an O negative. You could use a couple extra pints, couldn't <laughs> you? Oh, it, yeah, it could actually be real blood for, because it's one of the leech things. It could be someone who's actually selling blood mm-hmm. for Physicers medical, for yeah. physicists. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't make sense for me, but still fun. Like for transfusions and shit. Yeah. Okay. Or to vampires. Well, I'm going to say, okay, so my friend is, my friend is Stasian Apothecary. That's she, where I get most of my stuff from. Makes sense. Yep. And Veldrin is a psychonaut. He's my enemy because he took a hit of my drug once. <laughs> he got chased by ghosts. <laughs> and he got chased by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's still a couple ghosts out there that will that's not great. stop following yes. him. Yep. That's great. Yep. Should have read the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gone. So I'm taking picked... Brill, the drug dealer, as my friend. Okay. And uh, Nerix, the prostitute, as my uh, as my enemy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am, I am right. not from. I am not a popular man in the city uh, uh, brothels. Mm-hmm. Got it. Thanks to her. Got it. So uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. She, we'll she's you. so she we'll spread. She spread a few things about me. Um, I, I, all of them lies. Yep. All of them, <laughs> including that you spread some things to her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So, no, she <laughs> had, She had that before I met her. <laughs> Uh, so my friend is going to be Darmit, a blue coat, mm-hmm. and my enemy is going to be Petra, a city clerk, because she's the reason that I can't get the estate back. Oh, oh nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah, she has a fucking hate on for uh, my, Severosi, my Severosi family. Got it. Nice. Got it. All right. Because um, I can't get the estate back through legitimate means. Right. Just another thing that pushed me to the outskirts of society. Is, be- right. is it because uh, when they're, when you're... Old family was in when our old family was in power. Basically, they screwed that her family over, possibly, yeah. or she's just racist. <laughs> You're yeah. like, but I have the Severosi deed. You just pull out like a, a dagger with like dried blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> this oath was sworn yeah, yeah. under the three moons <laughs> in the black desert. Not one moon, not two. Moons, How dare you turn moons. me away? This is your triplicate three moons. <laughs> You're like, fine, woman. Produce your tribal champion. <laughs> we'll settle this in the old way. <laughs> She's like, so I'm gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you are not. You are not my enemy. <laughs> I like I like cut my finger and spit. Yeah, I like suck on and spit blood and like and spit down on the ground like Sufrati. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just there, like just completely like nonplus, like, oblivious. Yeah, like, if you're going to the Claremia, I definitely like the idea that Petra going to... is not aware that she's your enemy. <laughs> yeah. She's just like oblivious. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you're going to the Claremia, your enemy. You need to fill out form one fourteen yeah, exactly. <laughs> declaration of enemy. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna need to get that signed yeah, exactly. by the yeah. <laughs> Declaration of Enmity. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's pretty good. So yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, and finally, is there any way we can get a physiker on our side? I'm, we're losing our <laughs> none chances. Of, none here. of our friends are. No, no just wait for me to level up, guys. We'll be fine. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, choose your vice. So this is the way that you heal stress. <laughs> Right. And, and, and again, uh, stress is the meta, uh, currency of the game. Right. Just like Benny's in, I mean, it does different things, right, but right. yeah, like Benny's in Savage Worlds, like Edge in Shadowrun. Yeah. Um, that, it, yeah, it's the, it's the meta currency that you spend to, to accomplish things, to resist things, to, mm-hmm. We all start to, to alter time and space and say that you did something in the past, mm-hmm. and, and we basically all start with like nine stress. Uh, you, st- with stress, 
you start with um, or like a nine be able to stress nine track. slots. Yeah, nine you can slots, fill yeah. up. Yep. Um, and if you fill them up, you, that's when you get a trauma. Right. Um, okay, so, so your options for vices, I think they're on your character sheet. Yeah. But faith, gambling, luxury, obligation, pleasure, stupor, weird. <laughs> uh, some examples. Faith, you're dedicated to an unseen power, forgotten god, ancestor, etc. Gambling, you crave games of chance, betting on sporting events, etc. Luxury, expensive or ostentatious displays of opulence. Obligation, you're devoted to a family, a cause, an organization, a charity. Pleasure, gratification from lovers, food, drink, drugs, art, theater. Stupor, you seek oblivion in the abuse of drugs, drinking to excess, getting beaten to a pulp in the fighting pits, etc. I like how drugs are pleasure, but, um, like, oh, you know, some of these, it's like. Real quick, text. Yeah. Uh, bring your mic a little bit downwards, because it's oh, yeah, pointing towards your forehead. Yep. Okay, good. My forehead does the that talking. Clear, yeah. My forehead cool. does the talking. Also, it's touching the. Mike, so it's yeah. touching the pop filter. Yeah, the pop filter yeah. there, there we go. Perfect. Perfect. Better. Ah, don't do that again. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Did that make That's, a yeah, sound? You know, that definitely made a sound. <laughs> that, did that? Did that make a sound? Everybody, <laughs> check to make sure your mics work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and blood. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I was just laughing that you can't uh, seek oblivion in the abuse of theater. <laughs> you can seek pleasure, apparently, but yeah. not. Yeah, and then weird, you experiment with strange essences, consort with rogue spirits, uh, observe bizarre rituals or taboos, etc. Hmm. So what do you guys think? I'm going to take gambling. Cool. I think I'm all about luxury. Nice. Because mm. it makes sense with my character. Like, <laughs> sick, of just, 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 sick of horse shit. Sick of horse shit. Sick of sand, no. sick of horse shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So you take gambling and you take luxury. I'm going to take pleasure. Okay. Uh, drugs, because it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, you you're gonna get your... you're gonna get high on your own supply. No, well, no, so, no, no that's, that's different. Good. No, not in my own supply. I have other drugs I can use. For yeah, okay, it's like, it. no, I would never take carry in this shit. Yeah, are you <laughs> kidding? <laughs> Nobody should take this yeah. stuff. I'm a monster. <laughs> if the ghosts don't kill you, this one, the drug will. <laughs> uh, okay, comes in pack of fives. Great. <laughs> um, and then you, you you guys just need a name, an alias, mm-hmm. and uh, a look. All right, uh, I already got my name. So there's uh, oh. examples in the book here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I got them. Cool. Got them around here. You want to look at them? Sure. And remember your uh, uh, family name you've already got, which is Carastos. K A R A S T O S. K A R A S T O S. All right. Okay. So, uh, how about everybody go around and introduce your character with your name? A little bit about your playbook and your background. That's it. All right. Hey everybody, this is Dave. I'm playing Yoska Karastos, who is, uh, who is, uh, his heritage is uh, Severosi. He's from the Severos Isles. And he is a bitter ex-tumbler whose background is in the underworld. Uh, oh, I, I'll fill out the look in a second. But it's That's gonna, the other thing I was going to yeah. look. I'm going to say he is a... He is a wiry man with long hair and sad eyes. Hey guys, this is Jesus. I am playing Oren Carastos uh, f- uh, from Severos, a frustrated scholar with a background in academics. Uh, and I don't have a look in my mind right now, but I'll think about it in a second. And this is Dan playing Kem Carastos of the Crows. He is a, uh, just like his cousins, uh, Severosian, and he is a bitter, frustrated, uh, <laughs> 
uh, ex-merchant who got tired of the fact that his people's main export was literally horseshit. Uh, <laughs> it's it's yes, it's a great fertilizer. But I I I want more out of life than that. Excellent. Should we take a quick break and then and then hit yeah, let's hit it. Do we it. Punch it. So yeah. back in a second. Okay, we have our characters. Yep. We have Sweet. our crew. We're ready to get started. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, we're going to take this slow because there's a lot of new rules to learn. So mm-hmm. we'll, you know, make sure we can, uh, won't throw anybody into the deep end. So just to begin, everyone roll initiative. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, as a preamble, um, I think it's safe to say that we will definitely be getting some rules wrong. So mm-hmm. apologies in advance to, yeah. uh, enthusiastic fans. <laughs> to be fair, the, the, the book yeah. specifically states like, yeah, these rules are complicated. You're not going to get them right on right. your first playthrough. You're going to get them better as you as you keep mm-hmm. going. That's it's it's assumed. Yep. And the for you know core rules fiction first, so I'm sure we'll be fine. Yep. Right? yep. We're gonna, we're in it to tell a good story. All right. So the starting situation we've gone over a little bit. This is the 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 backdrop state of play in the six towers is what informs. You know, your character's ability to, to function, to deliver your product, uh, to get more product, uh, and simply to survive on these mean, desolate, gloom-shrouded streets uh, of this uh, haunted <laughs> Victorian <laughs> nightmare of a city. Right, right. So, as we talked about, there, there's, in addition to you guys, the, you know, you guys are the new, the new kids on the block. Uh, I don't know why you can go with that for a crew name. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> and the existing factions, we've talked about the Nine Lashers. Yeah, we do have the right stuff. Ooh, that yeah. took me a while. Yeah. 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 Hanging yeah. Tough, an NKOTV song. What? Hanging Tough. Hanging Tough was, that- a, was a new kid song as well. All right, yeah. there we go. There yeah, we're go. Hanging Tough. Is the Jesus, uh, Jesus, get on that. Just uh, license the songs real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are going to be the theme songs for this episode. I mean, are those real? <laughs> Would that even cost much? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't they pay you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, NKOTB. Yeah. We've got a deal for you. Fandable will feature your music. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you want to come on and play a one shot? Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else are they doing? Um... <laughs> So the we talked about the nine lashers and that are currently occupying your ancestral estate. Um and the so you know, you guys have been able to get a sort of glimpse of the old Carastos place, but obviously haven't <clears throat> been able to go inside without ri- <coughs> risking um, you know, tensions with a uh, an opposing gang. Mm-hmm. And uh the the gray cloaks that you're on very friendly terms with. Um, that the, now the gray cloaks are, uh, other than the blue coats, um, blue one, coats one, are the cops, uh, are the cops, one of the most significant factions, um, in the six towers and have been expanding and they have, a, um, several different holdings. Uh, we already talked about the old rose, which is the lodging house, Lotus mm-hmm. temple, um, and also a place where, um, you know, people, they rent rooms by the hour. And this for, is the Grey Cloaks Holdings, correct? This is the Grey Cloaks okay, Holdings, cool. right? Um, and this is all, and the blocks around the old roads are your, uh, hunting grounds where you're probably doing most of your dealing. Uh, and I'm assuming, Kem, Dan, mm-hmm. you're the, you're probably the point person for dealing. Right. So you've been probably hanging out the old roads, spreading the, the product, right? Exactly. Um, and I'm assuming at this point, so, um, when uh when Kem and or- Oran, is that how I pronounce Or-ran. it? Oran. 
Um, when Oren, when, when you two came over, you smuggled some product in with you and that's what you're selling while you're trying to get the other materials that you need to actually create a new product, which includes corpses, which I'm assuming you don't have yet. Mm -hmm. Um, those are a little harder to smuggle in than than tiny little bags full of spores. But remarkably easy to acquire (laughs) or create, especially in this city. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to say you guys do have, yeah, a glass jar with the spores itself. Mm -hmm. Um, the big missing ingredient is corpses. Yeah. I, I would like to consider ourselves the MacGyvers of death. Uh, <laughs> we'll be able to put something together. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, so the, the Grey Cloaks also, the other big um, institu- or, uh, institution that they maintain. I mean, there are, there are a number of smaller ones. But the other big one is Armory Hall, which is an old concert theater. Uh, remember, Six, Six, Six Towers was... The, um, you know, back in the old, old days was the sort of suburban neighborhood for like the landed gentry of, of Doskfall, right? It's all, it was all massive estates, probably way back in the day when there were trees. Uh, I mean, there are still trees in, in, um, in the, you know, agricultural, like as, as agricultural production or extreme luxury, uh, but certainly not any left in this, you know, yeah. uh, truly abandoned. Like this, this is six hours is like the most haunted and abandoned of what is already a haunted and largely abandoned city in in in, uh, in many areas. Um, but at one time, this was all manicured lawns, hedge ma- mazes, guard towers. You know, all the ornate um, what do they what do they call those gingerbread like you know designs type of the Victorian houses? Oh uh, yeah, 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 brownstones. No, 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 no not brownstones. Thatched roofs. I think it's not. I think anyway. Yeah. There's a cookie reference. There's some kind of dessert reference that people use to describe old Victorian. You want a break for lunch, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There, there, there are sandwich uh, (laughs) skyscrapes. There's, uh, there's a fondue of (laughs) (laughs) fountains of yeah, yeah, marble monuments, and all of this has fallen into complete disrepair. So the old theater um, is now a sporting club, primarily for gentlemen, um, where they put on fights mostly. But uh, you folks would know that in the basement and sub-basement, uh, there is gambling and blood sports, like rat baiting and a heightened level of pugilism, mm-hmm. um, where one person, you know, but where both combatants do not always leave alive. Yep. And you guys have, you know, probably considered it in the past. Um, yeah, talking talking to the gray cloaks about that as a source of yep. of uh, fertilizer, so right. to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and that's a, so. That's another thing to mention is that uh, I assume, for a lot of reasons, the method of production for your for your product. Um, you're also keeping secret. You wouldn't. Even, oh, yes. You wouldn't oh, even yes. be telling your friends. No, yeah. no. you know that. That that what you need are, are corpses because mm-hmm. that's a pretty high heat mm-hmm. garnering yeah. Yeah. ingredient. Yeah, um, and and heat just real quick. Heat is a stat or a mechanic right. that gives you an idea of how aware different authorities, be they other gangs or the police, are aware of your different heists or crimes. Right. So the more grandiose the the attempt, the more heat it could get, garner, but also like. Not botching a job, but like having shit go sideways 
makes uh, a job that would otherwise be low heat be medium or high heat. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Quick question. Uh, do we automatically get items or is that something for later? When we do a loadout, you automatically can pull from oh. that list. And there's also a list of generic items that we can yeah. pull from. Oh, okay. Which are also, I think, on the sheet. The, the, yeah, because there's, there's like the, your your special items like loaded dice or trans powder. Mm-hmm. And then next to it is like, all right, blades, throwing knives, pistols, climbing gear. Yep. You know, okay, stuff okay, like that. Right, so, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that with yeah. scores. You just have to okay. keep like track of what you're, like how much load you have. That's, okay, that's okay. in the book. How much Makes sense. Should, all right. Sure. Yeah. So the old rules in the Armory Hall are controlled by the Grey Cloaks, and then we already mentioned uh, Bowmore Bridge, um, where you guys have been um, doing your yeah sorry sorry I, earlier I think I accidentally said the old rose is your underground. You guys obviously chose the bridge, mm-hmm. so right. an outright competition with yeah, yeah. Um, with the the, the nine great. lashers yeah, um, and at this point it's. There's a respectful hostility. You guys haven't mm-hmm. come into any kind of open, like they, they've seen you around. They know you're there, but there haven't been any throwdowns yet. Um, and, uh, and then you know that they've taken up residence in your state. Um, there's certainly other players in the shadows in the six towers, but none that have breached your consciousness yet or your awareness. And particularly yeah. ideally, neither ours theirs. Yeah. So. <laughs> ideally. Um, so that's the – any questions about that basic state of play? And then, of course, we you know that the blue coats are out to get the gray cloaks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the gray and cloaks, theoretically. Yeah, and by were, extension, us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the gray cloaks were our former former cops, yep. former yep. blue coats. And that's why the blue coats and the gray cloaks Sustained. do not like each other. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, but when we got to – when we got to town, only one – only one faction offered us a chance, and it was the Grey Cloaks, and we okay. took it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, any questions about that basic state of play? Nope. No. Basically, we're we are in competition and just fucking hate the uh, the the Nine Lashers, mm-hmm. right? Because of their political views and also the fact that they're dicks. Yes, uh, and yeah. they have our house. Yeah, exactly. And they and they know we want the the house. Yeah. So yeah, and just overall, yeah. like yeah, we don't. And Tex, you said that uh, we're on like our stomping grounds are the uh, is the old bridge, Bowmore Bridge. Yep, Bowmore Bridge, and that does not put us in direct conflict with the Nine Lashers yet. They haven't yet stepped up to you. Okay, cool. they haven't. You know, neither of you have sort of crossed the street. But that is to, their turf. That 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 is the turf that they deal on. They they haven't uh, pushed back again. Like they've in the last week or so, you've definitely noticed a couple of them notice you. Got it. Um, so you know that there's, there's a mutual awareness, mm-hmm. but they have not directly confronted. Okay. You know, whether from weakness or maybe they just they, since we're, we're we're new enough that they don't know how big we are, so they they might be biding their time before mm-hmm. they attack us. Right. Yep. Just trying to find figure out if it really is just three assholes or yeah. or there's three or more of us. Oh, but yep. what assholes they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. When we open, the three of you have been, got received an invitation from um, someone that you're connected with in the Grey Cloaks named Hepsi, um, who is a f- former member of the Canal Patrol and currently works at Armory Hall. Hepsi, Canal Patrol, oh, Armory Hall. Yep. Uh, I don't know. So what was the name text? Uh, Hepsi. Hepsi is a contact? Uh, yep, she's some, she's she's one of the people at the Gray Cloaks that you're in touch with, and she is nor- she she uh, plays a role. And you, you probably, uh, Dave, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you would definitely, since your vice is gambling, I'm thinking you probably like to bet on the fights. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Pepsi is, uh, oh, she's one of the people at Armory that, uh, trains and, like, coaches fighters. And by fighters, I mean, I mean, this is like boxing. Yep. But old timing, you know, with your fists pointing at right, yourself. Right. Um, Queensbury rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. So the three of you uh, roll up t- to the uh, rowdy, you know, uh, scene. So it, it's a the what, what's the name of this place again? I'm Armory sorry. Hall. So this is a great theater where once the you know scions of um, powerful families and the purveyors of the arts. Uh, would gather to watch, uh, you know, dramas and shows and uh, upper class entertainment. So it has, um, you know, stadium seating that was once finely upholstered, um, a vast, uh, you know, uh, crescent arena that could, you know, hold uh, several hundred people. And at this point, it's just, you know, a, basically a gloomy cave of uh, decaying, half-collapsed plaster walls exposing the brick underneath. Uh, most of the embroidery has been rift, ripped off of the chairs, the seats inside. Um, and at any given time, the vast majority of the hall is is left unlit because, you know, particularly given the current state of Six Towers, even ha- the Great Cloaks, you know, are maintaining one of the only sporting events in the neighborhood, but they're still lucky to get 50, 60 people. So what you have is this vast, you know, largely darkened dome. And then this sort of cluster around the stage of people jostling each other and, you know, waving, waving coins in the air and, you know, yelling out support for their fighter. And they've uh, very loosely converted the stage into a ring with basically just rope barriers. Um, and that they've, on top of the uh, warped and rotted uh, planks of the stage, they've just thrown down uh, gravel um, to for for tread. Um, and and some, also to soften the fall if you go down. Soften the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to fall through the floorboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great place, particularly when a fight's going on, to sort of hang back in the recesses of the older theater um, on these you know skeletal wooden chairs that have had the. The, the finer embroidery scavenged from them. 100% my character loves to go to the box seats and watch from the old... From the it's, darkness. It's, it's kind of a perfect place for a gambling lurk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely... Occasionally you can just see the uh, glow of his pipe as he takes a puff. Right. And he's got his feet up and like it, he's definitely figured out which floorboards he can walk on in order to watch like yeah. one of the old... Gentry. It's a hazard. The higher up you go, it's a hazardous proposition. But for instance, if you, you know... Um, so true, like our uh, our current endeavors. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can you can sit up in the balcony if you've got good vision. Mm-hmm. Maybe a pair of binoculars. Yeah, if there is a bar nearby, I'll be nearby having a uh, drink. During yeah, the so the, all of that happens around. They, you know, oh, okay. there, there's there's people going around selling. Um, okay, the booze that is most commonly on mm-hmm. hand is fungus brew. Reminder: the, the the primary food and drink staples here are derived from eels and mushrooms. Okay, um, there's no sun in the sky ever. There's just sort of a either grayer gloom or a Sumerian pitch black darkness. So you know. Things don't grow except uh, in the uh, agricultural 
parts of the city where they use electroplasm and these, um, mm-hmm. you know, wondrous radiant lamps to create artificial sunshine. Um, many of the other neighborhoods have gotten electroplasmic lines put in for light. Six Towers is definitely not one of them. <laughs> okay. So it's We're only on the lit yeah. by coal fires. Um, a lot of people, you, all of you, just like pretty much everyone else, would have uh, a lantern that you carry with you. Dave, your character probably would have a what's called a glim, a glim mm-hmm. lantern, which mm-hmm. you can um, put, the, the, has sort of mini shutters on it to keep mm-hmm. it very, very, the light level very, very low for snooping. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like a primitive flashlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's the Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so th- that's why uh, in this theater they, re- they you know they, they basically keep uh, you know a number of coal fires uh, in like brazier big brazier mm-hmm. things glowing. But other than that, the rest of the theater is dark. And at any given time, six towers you know the district is is pitch black mm-hmm. okay. from both a sooty cloud of fog and smoke um, that's constantly staining your 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 clothes and, and face and hair black, uh, and then just the ever-present shadowy darkness. All right. Then I'll grab a fungus brew with a sprinkling of coal. All right. <laughs> yep. Perfect. The coal is free. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has good, flavor. Good for your teeth. Oh, yeah. If they great. believed in the Victorian. People <laughs> actually brush their teeth. That's right. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That's, got, that's coming back. I've, I've seen... Uh, I think Activated you, charcoal. Yeah. You can, yeah. It's, yeah, it's you actually can, a legit... You can go to, yeah. like... Uh, any of one of a dozen hipster yep. shops around yep. here. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and buy, like, yeah, just ar- charcoal for your teeth. Yeah, the irony of having activated charcoal soot, like, in your drink would be that it you become it, it helps filter the alcohol through your system so yep. it's less potent. Yeah, yeah. yeah essentially. So you drink more. I mean, it's going to have soot in it no matter right. what. Yeah, Everything's got so, yeah. yeah. it. Will yeah. Be, might as well be on my terms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your body's already 70% soot <laughs> yeah. if you live in the city. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm also, because thinking about it more, I'm going to change my pleasure from drugs to just alcohol. Cool. All right, cool. Okay, so Hepsi has invited the three of you to meet with her, and she is observing the fight from um, the half-collapsed balcony, you know, what would have been normally the expensive seating uh, mm-hmm. back in the day when this was still a uh, an establishment mm-hmm. <laughs> of the wealthy. Uh, and uh, she is up there waiting for uh, you folks with um, – she has a pair of old opera glasses that she's looking through. Mm-hmm transfixed on the fight far below but obviously you know and you guys know her she'd be down there in the midst of the action but she wants to talk all right um so describe yourselves is it people figured out their look mm-hmm. uh yeah so if you want to say your character name again to- mm-hmm. so yoska uh karastos uh he is going to approach quietly he's a wiry man with long hair and sad eyes uh and he has the 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 tanned skin of his uh, of the Severosi and long stringy hair that he's he ties back and uh, an old uh, trick that he learned from a, a sailor uh, friend of his is that sometimes he'll take uh, warm tar in the morning and then tar his hair back because it makes it less likely to be caught on something uh, or to be grabbed in a fight. Uh, but he refuses to shave his head and he's wearing uh, he's wearing. The completely inconspicuous all black outfit, uh, with a, uh, a, a dark gray button down shirt and a black vest with an old timepiece that no longer works adorning his, uh, adorning the buttons. And he has reflective silver, uh, shades on and a 
small uh, driver's cap over his head and uh, black pants and riding boots and a satchel, very small satchel over his shoulder. He's going to walk up quietly behind, uh, going to walk up quietly behind her and tap her on the shoulder. Okay. Hey, Zeus, give me one second. I just want to look up something. Dad, you have an idea? Uh, sure. Yeah, so... Uh, this guy walks in dressed like a clown. Hi! No, so... All of a sudden, from uh, next to uh, next to Hepsi, a, a, a tall... Um, Slim, slim, but uh, but in you know, like showing that he's rather toned. Uh, young man with uh, with the dusky uh, skin of the uh, the Severos clan uh, sits down, and he's he's dressed like a noble would be after a long night out on the town. So he's got like you know a decent sort of like you know a shirt and nice vest and uh, and some you know fancy uh, pants and. Uh, and uh, nice shoes, but they're all rumpled and scuffed and buttons undone. Like he looks like he just got out of the best party. Uh, and uh, and he sits down, and you know his features are are, are fine, uh, particularly fine, especially for his race. Uh, like he 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 looks. Uh, he's he's basically he's regarded to be rather handsome, and and you know, and it shows that he knows it. Uh, so he's always like you know got a winning smile for for everybody who looks at him. So he's, he sits down right next to her, plopping down a drink uh, right in front of her, and uh, and uh, down with the southerner. It's like great fight, huh? Uh, last to come in is uh, Oren Carastos. Uh, he's a r- relatively tall but skinny man. Uh, as if you were able to look at him without his shirt, he'd have no muscle tone, tan skin like the the rest of us. Uh, he is currently wearing. Let's see. He has uh, here, uh, pants. Yeah, yeah, pants. He has. Oh fuck! I forgot I had pants on. Let me see that character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys do your loadout? Did you pick pants? Did you yeah. pick pants? If oh, not, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, who got Texas shopping? <laughs> if not, extra heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his straight hair, shoulder length hair. Uh, like I said, a tall, a, lo- a sort of long face with dark eyes, and he's wearing a uh, black pants, black shoes. A uh, gray formal coat and a winged collared shirt underneath it. And he starts walking up the stairs, uh, and walking up the stairs and sits next to the rest. I, for- I forgot one little detail of, uh, of uh, what he looks like, my, my character, uh, Kem, uh, mm-hmm. that when he talks, uh, you can sometimes catch a flicker of something uh, dark on his tongue, like dark marks. And if you were ever to look closely, it's actually a uh, uh, Severosi tattoo, which nice. is actually what gives him his, his ghost speaking ability. Nice, nice. Oh, fucking nice. work. That's great. I love that detail. Yes. Excellent. Also, just th- the thought of a tongue tattoo. Like, that's... <laughs> uh, that's yeah. our next uh, Patreon level, oh, yeah. actually. True, yeah, no, yeah. What is it? If we hit uh, a thousand uh, we, uh, a month, we I, uh, I get a tongue tattoo? Yeah, and if and uh, and uh, if it's like a corporate sponsorship, another podcast or whatever. No, whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, no, it's, it's going on my tongue. Yeah, what exactly. does someone have to do to then to be the one who gives you the tattoo? Yeah. 2000 You heard it here first. Yep. For $2,000, a man with a nervous condition can shave my entire body with a rusty razor blade. I don't care. <laughs> Let's <laughs> enjoy that visual. <laughs> well, <laughs> Like, quiet. Wait, I'm, I'm like, no, sorry, I'm just thinking about the tattoo idea. <laughs> yeah, no, like, this is happening, people. Get us to a thousand a month. I'll make it happen. Yeah, no. No, I will say, uh, 
I'm gonna do a slight change to my character because I really like the idea of tattoo. Won't be a tongue tattoo because God, because, because that's mine. <laughs> no, because because you and also tattoo magic is dope as yeah. shit. Yes, yeah. yes. The, if you look underneath the coat on each of his wrists, there's actually another Severus. That's the name of our clan. Severus uh, tattoo under Car- 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 Carastos. Carastos. Yes, Carastos. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's Carastos tattoo on a on the wrists. That if you know anything about a culture would mean that basically it was my job to handle the herbs for the rituals. Yeah, cool. Yep. Awesome. I like it. No, my character wears shades because his tattoos are on his eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Hepsi, as I said, is a former canal is former canal patrol um, who uh, defected with the gray cloaks. You, you guys don't know too much about the gray cloaks backstory. Only that um, the sort of general word on the, the street is that it started with a couple, you know, truly corrupt blue coats who which is how you would become so corrupt as a blue coat that you would, you know, the assumption is basically got corrupt in the wrong way or pissed mm-hmm. off the wrong people yep. rather than just the normal corruption. Yep. Right. Um, but they've actually been steadily attracting new recruits and defectors. They only take blue, people from the blue coats rank, which is ranks, which is yet another reason the blue coats yeah. hate them so much. Um, and, you know, Hepsi's not one of the originals, but she's been around for a couple of years. She is uh, darker skinned. She's from the Dagger Isles. Um, and uh, <clears throat> you guys know that she uh, was a former um, trainer in pugilism at the Constable's Academy before defecting uh, after doing her time on the, on the streets um, as a constable. And she's wearing a knit cap and a leather vest, which shows uh, the tattoos on her still thickly muscled arms. And... Other than that, is wearing, uh, you know, slacks and boots. Um, not dressed like a lady, but one of the other advantages to, you know, a lot of the neighborhoods like 16 Towers is the, uh, you know, the Puritan reformers aren't really going to be going out, you know, yep, scolding right. people about gender roles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys approach, uh, like I said, Hepsi's looking through uh, a pair of delicate opera glasses, which look absurd uh, in her hands. <laughs> And uh, watching the fight, um, and but she doesn't look at all alarmed, even given uh, uh, Yoska's Yoska or Yoska Yoska Yoska. Okay, right, I'm gonna have to like write down Yo hyphens Yoska. Just put an umlaut. <laughs> yeah, Yoska. <laughs> I think she's probably used to your sneak pad uh, mm-hmm. silence. Rather than greeting um, any of you with words, um, she offers a. Uh, uh, silver old engraved flask to pass around, which you guys know will have uh, Dagger Island rum in it. Hell yeah. yes! Yes, oh Stup- yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, that's a that's a thing that's a, a, that's a fine thing to, to have a, a swallow of. Yep. Um, it's a small flask, but yeah, we're respectful. We're not greedy. No, we, yeah, right, we each exactly. have a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I just, well, I'm gonna say it's flask. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> No, she blows me low enough that as I take the second drag, she just right, takes she, it out of my hand. She takes it back, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and, I did, and then I look down at the fight. Uh, the second fighter, I think he's on something. Ah, he's gonna go. He's gonna go down. Uh, we'll see. It. That would explain it. That's Quimbo. Uh, he's he's afraid to come in. I think you see that. Nah, as, as you can you can sort of barely see, but one of the other mm-hmm. uh, one, one of the figures seems to be, is sort of ducking punches and moving well, but just like staying away mm-hmm. from the other fighter. You know, not really going in, and the the, the crowd is boom. You know, they want to see blood, they want to see a real fight. He's sort of effectively dodging punches and you know staying close to the rope, sort of dancing around the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got good leg, he's got good legs on him. Yeah, he might does. Be able to, might be able to 
win this fight if he can just stay out of the reach of... Mm-mm. Oh, it's no. going down, love. Oh, that looks painful. Put five on the <laughs> so other one. So painful. Put five on the other one. Anyone want to re- want to meet me there? I'm all right, thank you. Oi. <laughs> Tosses. You know, there's two reasons a fighter will do that kind of dance away. One, they're scared. It's what people, the crowd will assume, right? Sometimes, though, I don't know if this is Quimbo. Sometimes they want to hurt the other guy so badly that they're just trying to save up for that shot. They're just trying to make sure they don't want a glancing blow. They don't want to, you know, just get in a little jab. They just want to cause bodily harm. They are choosing their moment. Looks like Quimbo didn't get his. But I do wonder if that's what's going on with your friends, the Lashers. You know, I love it when you tell us your poetry, love. (laughs) Oh, it's like, it's like words from God as it is. (laughs) Do you have a book? (laughs) So what is it with the Lashers? Uh, Why do you have to ruin such a perfectly nice evening mentioning those guys? (laughs) Well, why else would I have asked you here? I don't know. Charming personality, I imagine. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) As much as I enjoy your company, the... uh, I do not enjoy sharing my rum so much that <laughs> everybody that. turns away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really good rum. Everybody likes it hard, yeah. <laughs> so, the Lashers haven't gotten up in your face yet since you've been down at the bridge. So which type are they, you think? Oh, Other than they ugly. afraid? Or are they waiting to take that killing shot? Mm. Oh, they're scared. <laughs> I don't think anyone's... Uh, challenged them for a while so here we are just coming into their territory and they think maybe it's not worth the bother but they're wrong maybe they're gonna wait too long love huh what do you think maybe they think we're not worth it we're just severance to them hmm or they just don't know how big we really are and it's probably pretty important they don't find out. <laughs> not, not yet, anyway. Well, they're not just waiting around. From what I heard, last night, they hit one of the Foghounds boats. Heard of them? Foghounds. Oh. Mm. I have a spot on the docks. Smugglers. One of their boats was coming up the east side canal and uh, got signaled over through the fog. Someone with a uh, using the same lantern flash code. And it was not a fellow foghound. Oh, boy. It was uh, Clegg. And Kino Clegg is the head of the Nine Lashers. Psh. Clegg and his gang. Even his name is inelegant. <laughs> <laughs> there were two hounds on the boat, and Clegg left both their bodies in the canal. Gondoliers had to come fish them out. Oh, he killed him. Both the bodies, and nobody let us know. Classless. Mm -hmm. So, another thing I hear is that that boat was carrying Lotus. Hmm. Interesting. So, I thought I would pass on to you, gentlemen, that uh, your friend the Nine Lashers may be in possession of some, uh, some, what do you kids call it? She's like, a little bit older than you yep, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys call it? Black wax still? Ah, call it rubbish. It's huh? not nearly as good as some other stuff I've heard of. Huh? Right, right. Yeah, I've been hearing rave, rave reviews from those that rave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah <laughs> Well-known side effects. <laughs> At the same time, I don't like the idea of them having this stuff. 
That means money in their pocket, coin in theirs, spend upwards, probably go to the blue coats. Uh, that's why you called us here, isn't it? We don't know what they're going to do with it. Uh, it's a lot of weight to move down by the bridge. Last a month. So I don't know if they found a bigger client or they're looking for one. I don't know if they're just sitting on it. Like I said, still not sure what kind of fighter these lashers are. Either way, it could be bad for us. Yeah, yes. more other drugs are on the streets, the less demand there might be for ours. And like you said, the more money for them to use for the blue coats or against us. Oi, I'm just worried about what's going to happen to the youth of today. Mm. You know, all those drugs on the street? Yeah. Can't be good for the youths. You know, they're our future, they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Look at them. She points down towards the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good legs on him. (laughs) (laughs) So there's another thing I hear. Thought you boys should know. That the constables, City Watch, have put someone, an undercover, down by the bridge. Keep an eye out. But if you happen to find out that one of your buyers is not like the others, that's a piece of information we would very much be interested in. Uh, you want to know who this bloke is, eh? So do we love. That's all I got for you. You guys going to stay for the fight? Depends. Well, it wasn't this one. It seems to be over. Oh, there'll be fights all night. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as I'd love to um, win some coin from your fair <clears throat> ne'er-do-wells down there, sounds like we got a fight of our own, don't we, lads? Yes, we do. Ah, all right, all right. Let's get to it. I've got plans tonight already. All right. Okay. And as actually what I've done is like, uh, Pepsi, can I just get one more? Just a sip. A sip. Fine, I'll get the glass. I'll get the glass. He opens his shirt. There's three shot glasses. He picks one. <laughs> this one, please. She just like fills a little bit of the rum and the, the molasses colored, spicy, sweet gold. Boy, one of them the days, it's gonna be poison. She's gonna poison you. It's only happened once. <laughs> and I walk downstairs. <laughs> and that's why we respect her. <laughs> All right, so options. You guys, in terms of scores, so there's, in terms of the structure of the game, so there's a starting situation, right? And then we go into a score. Now, you guys have information. You could try to, there's different options. I've laid out a couple of them, right? There's trying to figure out or just, you know, directly raid and get after this the drugs that um, the Nine Lashers supposedly mm-hmm. ripped off from, if you trust Hepsi. Um, and uh, no reason not to now. It's just, you know, you are in the underworld. Yep. yep. And another option for a score would be trying to identify this undercover that the Bluecoats have put among the uh, the junkies that hang around down by the bridge, some of whom, you know, come after your product. That wouldn't win you guys anything, except... You know, a it would be it could be a defensive move to prevent yourselves from you know getting any kind of heat or getting the blue coats getting a situation where the blue coats would have leverage over you or could come after you, and you'd also score points with the uh, um with the great corks. I feel like as we're walking out, I mm. feel like the lashers are a much more immediate concern. Yeah, but the thing is, we run a pretty tight kitchen, but you don't want rats in your kitchen. 
Word might get out. The thing is, I'm worried about this this bugger who might be able to drop a dime on us. All of a sudden, we bust the heads of the lashes, and they deserve it. But then all of a sudden, we got blue coats hopping all over us like jumping eels. Kim? I say we take uh, two birds with one stone, why don't we? If uh, one of the buyers is uh, working for the blue coats, we provide him with uh, both product and information. Now, what was it the uh, these uh, lashers uh, got? A little bit of uh, black lotus. The old black lotus there. I'm sure we got some of that in stash as well. Put on this the right costume. Make sure you look like one of their guys. Sell it to him. Let's slip that there's going to be a big shipment that very same night at, oh, I don't know, some place we know they're already at. We have to find out where that is. Well, we also we still need to find the rat. That would be the rat once. Well, so here's the thing. We got sharp eyes. You can probably narrow it down to one or two of the, of the guys down there. I mean, we've got our regulars. We know the regulars. Those are safe. Keep an eye on anyone new. See who's acting twitchy. Er, than usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And we yeah, just yeah. take them one at a time. Tell them, and if uh, the next night there's no raid, we know that wasn't it. It will take time, but may be necessary. It might take us a couple days, unless we get lucky on day one. But Oi, there's this. we'd get our info, and we'd hit them. It's actually not a bad idea, because the thing is, thing occurs to me is if they're on the level with the blue coats, these fucking lashes, mm -hmm. they're still going to have to pay coin to make it disappear. The very, very least, then the lashes are going to have to at least spend a little coin just to, uh, just to make the bobbies go away. So if, we, if there's no raid, we find out where this thing is, we know they're at least going to have a little less money to lean on. Seems right. like the smart play. A either way. I want to take out this shipment of Black Lotus as much as the next guy, but this fucking rat bothers me. So it's a rat to get into the shipment. Two birds, one stone. So find the rat, and then you say we dress I love we know you're gonna do it. Of course I am. Of course and, I am. And then we dress you up as one of them. Have you sell a little black lotus to this bugger? We're going to have to do some footwork to be able to point him in the right direction. So, find out who the rat is. Find out where the shipment went. Set the rat towards the shipment. Exactly. Very well. All right. It's a lot of legwork, but I'm feeling pretty uh, spry. More than that bloke. <laughs> the one with the legs. One leg now. Damn shame. His days of dancing are over. That is also plan. Yep. Okay. So the first score is going to be to find the informant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Down by the bridge. Okay. Hey, now we're going to go to the planning and engagement roll for a score. Okay. Yep. For a score. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Guess you're all going to die. <laughs> uh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Most I'm just kidding. You can all play ghosts. There's a ghost playbook. Yeah. There's a ghost playbook. Nice. Guys, I really want our drugs now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, moving into this next game phase, yep. right? The fun and games part of <laughs> phase. Um, so, was that a reference to yeah. to 
Save the cat. That was a save nice the cat work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The promise of the premise. Um, <laughs> the score. Okay, so the first thing you got to pick, and this is true of any score, is how you're going to go about it. Um, Mind-shattering violence. That is an option, <laughs> yeah. right? So, option number one is assault. Not a crazy... You could go down there, rough up a bunch you of the regular start punching junkies. people into a Stop, I'm a cop! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any who's new? Who's been new around here? Yep. You know yep. what I mean. You know, beat a couple of people up and have them tell you yep. right. who the. Uh, you okay. know, you would guess that many of the other junkies have probably sussed it out, mm-hmm. it's or at least suspicious of someone who showed up <coughs> who isn't a regular. You right. know, that's one way to go about it. Deception, lure, trick, or manipulate. Right. Yep. Um, you could put out. You know, put out the word among the junkies that. There's going to be a you know something de- very desirable like a uh, someone's trying to offload you know a bunch yep. of stolen black lotus hijacked black lotus yep. and try to lure the um, the informant in as a buyer. What, what option is this? Sorry, deception. Deception. All right. Stealth, trespass unseen. You could go down to the bridge um, and observe and you know try to try to see if anybody stands out like a sore th- sore thumb and then follow them back. Follow them. And see where they go, right? A cult engages supernatural power, right? Probably not the most obvious <laughs> choice for this particular score, mm-hmm. but you know you could try to flood the, the streets local. with the hungry dead. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love that idea. Like plan A, plan A. Yeah. <laughs> Social negotiate, bargain, or persuade. Right? You could. Um, you guys obviously have. The coin of the realm, i.e., drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Get get some junkies to you know persuade them to uh, give you clues about who this person is. That that would be the the sort of social way to probably do it. Um, and and then transport is an option, but I don't think it it applies. Yeah, here. Okay. that's carry cargo or people through danger. Yep. So I think your options are assault, deception, stealth, occult, I guess, and social. I think social is our strongest. Yep. Our yep. strongest dice pool right now. Yeah, or uh, or uh, deceive. Or deceive, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yep. deception or yeah. social. So yeah. what do you guys think? I mean, I, I kind of like the deceive option. Like, basically, go in, you know, in, in, in costume, uh, 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 looking like and professing to be you know, somebody from the nine, uh, uh, nine, lash, what is nine, nine lashers, nine lashers uh, gang. And uh, you sell, you know, sell off small amounts of, uh, of uh, Black Lotus and... Uh, mention in passing that oh if you like this stuff we got some stuff coming in you know next week or or in the next couple days that's going to really blow your mind we've never had this stuff before basically start hyping up that the the nine lashers came into possession of something really nice and then see who bites Hmm. see who comes in and goes like hey i'm willing to make a big purchase yeah but you gotta you gotta make it seem like you're the only guy to go to right 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 yeah And I'm, I'm, I would say, actually, you guys probably would not have Black Lotus on you. You mm-hmm. could right. so we just, get so we need, Yeah, so we need to buy some. You would need to either get some or, you know, you could uh, make some fake Lotus. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could you do could, that. You, you could yeah. either, you could, you know, spend money or, yeah. you know, ex- you know, try to trade a favor to get access to some. You yeah. could try to create some fake shit. Yeah. Honestly, um, the creating the thing might might even be better because it 
builds up the hype that this is something new we're bringing. Yeah, like mm. it's like, oh, it doesn't look exactly like the old Black Lotus. No, of course it doesn't. Cause the shit is better. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like that idea. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we're gonna for creating. we're gonna spoof some Black Lotus. Lotus. You're gonna spoof some spoof some Lotus. Yeah. Yep. I'm just going to use that as an expression. I don't even know what that would describe. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing this afternoon? It. I'm spoofing a lotus. Yep. It's like, did you really spoof that lotus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and that certainly enhances the deception part yes. of this. Okay. Yep. Um, so the uh, the key uh, detail. So you, you real quick, pick, text. Your mic is up again. Just oh, point yeah. it down a little. So um, the method of deception is the next thing to but i think we've got that yeah yeah you see so um the plan uh dan is for you to pose as as a member of the member of the nine lashers and to be hawking fake product right got it now and you're gonna have to disguise yourself not just as a member of the nine lashers but people already know you down there Mm -hmm. right right. so you're gonna have to further disguise yourself exactly exactly so that people don't which is don't recognize my my thing right as a slide in fact i have a fine disguise kit excellent very nice. Okay. Um, so for uh, for this now, so are, are all three of you going to be presumably down there at the bridge, mm-hmm. or you know, back yeah. up or anything? Yeah, else I'm, I'm thinking help? like yeah. yeah, like like your uh, your job, Jesus, would be uh, uh, you know make the drug. Uh, then my job is of course dress up and start hawking, mm-hmm. and then uh, Dave, you'd probably be like on lookout. Yep. Sort of like watching my back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And watching for you know, <clears throat> watching the people yep. around, see if if you can spot, yep. you know, a likely suspect. Yep. All right. Perfect. Okay, so now what we do is we're going to prepare for the engagement roll, and one of the things, as far as I can tell, again, this will be the first time you know rolling within the context of the game. Um, the feeling of gambling is like pretty heavily yeah. in this game, right? You're taking, you're yeah. setting risks and the d- you're not making a ton of dice rolls, but the ones you do make are real fucking important. <laughs> right, right. Um, so we're going to get ready to do that. But first we're going to go through and look at advantages and disadvantages of this plan so we can figure out how many dice you get to roll. Right. Okay. Right. And this will be a good intro for planning things to consider when planning future scores. Right. So I think everyone understands this, but just to reiterate, unlike, say, Shadowrun games, which we've all done, right, where you spend two, three hours. Don't get me wrong. For Shadowrun, that can be a lot of fun, right? <laughs> yep. Sitting down, going over maps, coming up with every plan. And, you know, some, I think, play groups enjoy that more. Going every other, you know, going after over every minute detail yeah, of the contingency run. Contingency plan upon contingency right. plan. So that when things go wrong, which they always do, you can then throw those plans into the water and then, you know, open up with the, your auto gun <laughs> yeah. and like, right. you know, yep. right. when those fucking geese get you, those geese spirits. God. <laughs> um, so unlike the Shadowrun approach, this is much more of like an improv play style where really all we've already done what we just did. That's the planning, Right. However, what's assumed is that the characters did a whole fuckload more planning, mm-hmm. right? Reconnaissance, you know, asking around, all kinds of other things. And there's a, as we talked about, there's a flashback system in place right. so that you can say, okay, well, I would have done blank, right? And we'll, you know, so we'll get to that. But the first key role, the engagement role, is to see how things are going to start right. right off the bat. Like right? what our footing is What like. your starting position is going to be yeah. as yep. this kicks off, right? So, so um, the engagement roll is a fortune roll, which just means that it doesn't use a, a base stat, right? The base stat is one die for just sheer luck. So why don't we do this as, can you grab the dice, Jesus, and we'll sure. go through these and add dice or subtract dice as we figure out variables? 
if you want to use that tray, we can put oh, right. we can use that as the place where dice go once we figure out how many we're rolling. Okay, so you can put one die in there okay. to start, and this is the sheer luck die, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So you start with one. Um, is this operation particularly bold or daring? Take one die, take an extra die, um, or lose one if the operation is overly complex or contingent on many factors. Hmm. My in- my gut is that it's neither. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, somewhere it's definitely not. It's not bold because we're not. If we were impersonating a cop, yeah, bold. Yeah, yeah. but we're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If we were actually, which is honestly a plan to think of. Like, yeah, impersonate a cop and just go around grabbing one by one until one of them protests. Like, dude, I work with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, <But no. laughs> thinking through this a little bit, let me know what you guys think. Yeah. But and and part of this, of course, is how like consequences are interpreted. Like, but I actually think this is pretty. Daring because you're impersonating a gang that your status is already on the brink of war with, uh, selling yeah. fake stuff to try to out an undercover constable. Yeah. Okay, you know it what? It seems yeah. to me that the consequences of this could be pretty high. <laughs> okay, if could be war, you know, or and Arrest. and and the constables you also <laughs> have a minus two with. Right, right. So it seems like the margin for error here it's is actually slim. pretty slim, and the chances of like dramatically pissing off one or both. Of these other factions mm-hmm. is pretty true. high. True. true. Both of which you're on the precipice of like open war with. Okay. So, add so a die. you can add a die, yeah. yeah. But yeah. assuming that makes sense, suppose. Yeah. 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 Now that you cool. put it like that. Yeah. Now point. that I, I was just like thinking through the potential outcomes. Like, what if, yeah. Yeah, what, exactly. What would happen if this all goes wrong? Oh, bad. Yeah, things exactly. happen. Yeah. Very yeah. bad. Okay. So does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yeah, um, I think it does. Yeah. Think it We're does? literally trying to s- sell their own shit underneath their underneath their noses. The well, I guess it's a good question about the target because in the, oh, yeah. in some ways, this first phase, the target yeah. is the undercover cop, right? Mm-hmm. The undercover constable. So, does it hit one of their weak- weakest? No. Yeah, no. We're, the, we're nor do to, I think the target is particularly strong against this. So, if yeah. the if yeah. you t- if you aim a hard if you go for a hardened target. Then you actually lose a die. Right. So, for instance, if you guys had said, "Okay, we're going after the nine lashes, and we're gonna like just do a raid assault on their on our estate," right? right. Against wherever, the, like presumably that's a hardened target. They've as tier one, they've probably got you know yeah mm-hmm. a more secure layer, so they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna have people there to fight you. So you probably lose a die for that. Okay. Right. If as an example, so yeah, I think that's a no dice. I don't think they're particularly strong or weak. Yeah. Against you. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Yes. Take one die. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, yeah, the drug dealer contact probably yep. would. Right. But also my friend in the blue coats. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So. Absolutely. Yep. Um, are any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? Take minus one dice. They aren't because they don't know about it. Yeah. Right. But Moving if forward, this goes south, yes. yeah. there's a good chance that you will have enemies yeah, interference interfering in future, yes. future scores if they know about them. And then any other uh, elements? I don't think I don't yep. think there's any other. Yeah, I think that's good. No, I think there is one more element. What's that? We're actually having a leech make a brand new drug to facilitate our lie. Well, he's just forging an existing one. True. He's just yep. ma- you're just making fake yeah. lotus. You're okay. basically scraping no, to get you. I mean, yeah, you're, no. you're basically be just taking a plant 
that resembles and just make it a the lotus bit. and you know yeah, scraping I, it and drying it out to, to like a resin. Yeah, I'm not making a new drug I could market. Yeah, we're basically yeah. selling bags of oregano. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and okay. the um and so okay, that's an excellent question. So one of the things that I think that I know in reading this and I think we'll we'll be figuring out as we do the game is like all the different knobs and dials that that's the way I keep thinking of it. Like mm-hmm. all the different variables you can play with around different roles. So that's a great example of like, does something that one of the characters is doing set up the engagement role better or worse? And so I would say if previously as part of doing this, if, if for instance, creating a new drug or something was a long-term process project and Jesus's character had like knocked it out of the park, then yeah, that would probably got it. be like an extra die for got this. It, got or if you had it. fucked up, right? And we know it's bad, mm-hmm. then you know, yeah, okay, that might have removed a die. I think instead, we don't know. I think one of the roles is going to be because you guys, you know, how effective is this mm-hmm. right. forgery? Okay, cool. Yeah, if that makes sense. Right. Okay, so how many dice do we have? Three. Okay, who wants to roll, Dan? So uh, I think wait. So this is just the total engagement roll. So this is the engagement roll. Right. Um, uh, yeah, and again, just so the engagement roll assumes that the players are approaching the target as intelligently as they can, given the plan and detail provided. Don't tell us what to do, book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the engagement roll is basically covering all of that pre work, right? And and when at the conclusion of this roll, we're going to be in the action. Okay. The uh, score has started. Be- we're before down. Before I roll, is there anything that any of us can do to affect this roll? Like, can we spe- Can we uh, spend stress. Can we do anything? Can we do anything else? Or is this Great just question. the way it is? Yeah. Great don't, question. I no, not with a, a chance a, roll. It's a fortune okay. roll. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what. That's why. I no, asked. it's a fantastic question. You know, yeah. I, definitely. This is time. one of the few roles in yeah. the game that you can't. You, yeah, you can't. Yeah. That's always it. good. Like before, I make a roll for the first time. I want to know what are all my options, <laughs> even if I take none of them. But yep. I want to know. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so here we go. Roll, roll, roll. I see a one, a four, and a five. All right. So So the highest is five. Okay. So as a reminder, one to three is failure. Four to five is uh, partial success or success with consequences. Right. And six, six is success. And if you get two or more successes, I mean, two or more sixes, that's a critical success. Nice. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, a five. So that's a five a partial, or four. Partial or consequence with consequences. Okay. okay. So the three, the three of you are going down to, the uh Bowmore Bridge. And you are wearing uh Dan your your new costume. Right. Right? And the uh Oh yeah, as a side, Dan, you also start with Yeah, I start uh, with a fine a fine disguise kit. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I, I've got I've got all the tools I need to to make yeah. very, very convincing costumes. Which reminds me, thank you. Uh we forgot a step real quick. Uh the loadout? Loadout. Yes. Nice. So the three of you are going down to the Bowmore Bridge. Dave, you're in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, how are you? Are you hiding? Are you? I'm, I feel like the people at the bridge folk probably don't like, wouldn't know you or recognize you. No, they not. You're, you're like the cook. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually the cook, so I wouldn't be. So now. you wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you sort of trying to blend in or are you, yeah, are try- you sneaking? You can. I'm not trying to say I'm just blending in. I'm just some dude. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, everybody should. Now pick their loadout for this. Mm-hmm. So this is the number of slots that you'll have access to. You don't have to choose your equipment now, but it's how many slots you'll have when you when you want to pick equipment that you would have brought with you. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So if you take one to th- three, that's considered light. Anything over three, four or five is like a little bit suspicious. 
And then six is like heavily like loaded down with, with shit. Okay. Interesting. And what are the material benefit or the mechanical benefits of being light uh, versus? You know what? I meant to look that up. I actually forget if there's like an. Yeah, there, I remember there, there seeing an effect. Yeah, there is an effect. Yeah, there is. Light. There's an effect, but I forget what it is. Um, I think it has to do with how much heat you take. Yeah. At the end, but it may also affect. Basically, I forget if there's an absolute mechanical impact or if it's just like a situational. Like if there's a situation where that comes up during the course of the score. Yes, yeah, so this is the maximum amount that you'll have access to. During the score. I like how under load, there's a pistol. A second pistol. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, it says your load determines your movement speed and conspicuousness, but those are not absolute numbers. So one to three is light. You're faster, less conspicuous. You blend in with citizens. Four to five is normal. You look like a scoundrel ready for trouble. Six is heavy. You're slower. You look like an operative on a mission. And seven to nine is encumbered. You're overburdened and can't do anything except move very slowly. And we, can, we can pick from the general or a regular items, right? Correct. Yeah, you don't need to pick anything now. Oh, okay. You just need to pick the number of slots that you're going to have of oh, gear okay. that All you're right. going to go into the score with. Okay. So uh, I don't see an absolute mechanical thing. I think yeah. it's a situational, like, knowing that you're both basically how conspicuous you are mm-hmm. and how well you can move might apply penalties in terms of effect. Um, and position for other roles. All right, I'm just going to go with light then. Great. Like, <clears throat> what page is alchemy? You mean the potions that you can I, I can have include in your yeah? Because if I, I might get a bandolier, that's under leech. Uh, your playbook Oops. should. I know. It gives me the. I don't know what they do. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm go- I'm also going to go light because mm-hmm. it'll it'll help me blend in a little bit better with them. Yep. And uh, okay, and so yeah, everybody's going. PDF everybody's page. going light. Oh. I deleted it, actually. No, <laughs> it's on page 226 under sample creations. Thank you. Yeah, you found it quicker. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's my one problem with these PDF ones. Is mm-hmm. like Sometimes you just got to scroll, or the, the page controls are so hidden. that it's... Yeah, I don't think there's ever going to be a recording for Fandible where we don't extol the virtues of physical copies mm-hmm. of, of books just every time. Like, PDFs are great. I love living in the future. Like, if you told, like, 13-year-old David, uh, you know, searching through books and stuff that, like, you could have digital copies on these little you know futuristic tablet things my mind would explode because a big thing growing up was like we'd like to play other games because we were aware of Shadowrun and things outside of D&D but it was always down to like well we can't afford the book yeah we, we don't have the book which is why we played so many Palladium games because <laughs> we'd get those on sale because there would always uh local gaming store would always have used books for sale yeah. and inevitably the Palladium ones were always the most beat up yeah uh, and the cheapest no, I, I like I like PDFs for that initial read through, uh, but then yeah, in in actual sort of gaming, like when you're actually there and you need to start looking up rules, yeah. uh, it's usually quicker to have physical books. Okay, everyone good with loadout? Yep. Yep. Okay. So Dan, yes. uh, you make your way down to the the bridge uh, through the gloom. You know that somewhere behind you, uh, uh, Dave is. Uh, stealthily pursuing um, and then probably a minute or two later you know uh, Jesus is going to come by and you know try to look innocuous <laughs> right. um, do, 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 do. and you are disguised like one of the nine lashers yes, I am. and in, in scuttler fashion so these uh, these imperial youth kids these scuttlers they wear uh, pants that we would think of as like bell bottoms 
their sailors' trousers mm-hmm. uh, from the Imperial Navy, um, and then they wear, like we said, these big, you know, overdone, ostentatious belt buckles, which they sharpen to a razor's edge mm-hmm. uh, in these uh, heavy, wide belts. And then they like to wear, uh, in an almost dandyish touch, these colorful silk scarves. Uh, and you've arranged one along with a slightly oversized hat that mm-hmm. you feel ridiculous. Yep. You're like, oh, God, can you imagine if I dressed like this <laughs> in Severus? Um, all, all of that together um, has the effect of significantly disguising you. And, you know, no, yeah. no one would uh, assume that that's the, the Severosi merchant. Right. right. That they're uh, the carrion merchant that they're used to. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you see people glancing at you and, and, you know, just sort of looking away, not wanting to make prolonged eye contact. Mm-hmm. Because they think you're one of the uh, nine lashers. Uh, and you're going, you know, just sort of spreading the word. Yep. You, you run into a couple junkies that you know and, you know, are passing along that, um, you know, you're looking to, that you've got high quality. You're telling people that you have very yeah. high quality yeah, and you have some, a lot of it, right? Yeah, exactly. And we're, that we're about to get uh, a, a really big shipment of, uh, of the, the fist stuff. Right. Yeah, like, we don't have it all yet, but, like, you know, in about a night or two, we're going to get so much. We're gonna just, don't tell anybody. But right. we're going to get such a huge amount right. of stuff. So you're down under the bridge. And again, the uh, Bowmore Bridge, uh, like I said, it's it's supposedly the oldest structure, standing structure in the Six Towers. Built hundreds of years ago. Maybe, you know, maybe it was built during the last time the uh, Immortal Emperor was here in Duskfall, which was 500 years ago. The last time that the, the Emperor came to visit. Uh, this, the Dark Jewel of, of Akaros. And... Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty humble, you know, river bridge with the uh, filthy canal running under it, sort of steadily gurgling with a little bit of like oily overflow onto the uh, the stone underpass, uh, and it's down there uh, by the the flow of the filth where uh, the junkies and their rags uh, congregate, you know, try to get a score. Uh, and then sometimes you'll see better dressed folk from some of the other neighborhoods who maybe struck out with their usual dealers and came down here for, you know, to, to try to get something as well. So in amidst that, that sort of that gaggle where you hear, you know, manic giggles and, um, uh, you know, sometimes uh, whispered curses. Um, yeah, you just sort of spread the word. And uh, I'm going to so what I'm going to say is because you got a, a four or five outcome um that the crowd buys it and the the word is spreading you can see the whispers but um a junkie you recognize named joe nickel Mm -hmm. detaches from the pack looking a little bit suspiciously at you and trying not to be noticed puts his hands in the pocket of his filthy uh top coat and uh sort of puts his shoulders up and and walks off a little bit nervously um, and I am going to start a new clock with one segment filled in called Nine Lashers Show Up. Do you think that's related to the Joe Nickel guy? Well, you guys? Probably yeah. not at all. No, 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 unreal, no, completely no. unrelated. No, I know Joe. He's a good guy. He would never a good yeah. guy. A good guy. Um, you don't you don't think that about a lot of guys who stab their own brother, but he's different. No, yeah. yeah, brother no, had you, it coming. You guys have seen. Joe is a regular customer, primarily of the Nine Lashers, and would not be surprised if he's keeping an eye out mm-hmm. on things. So, yeah. if he, you know, didn't recognize this member of the gang, yeah. mm-hmm. him heading off wouldn't be a huge surprise. Uh, but you guys all notice that, and can decide to let him go or not. 
I say we've got a sneak uh, watching for just this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then myself, Yoska, I'm going to start tailing him. I'm going to make eye contact with Kem and Oron and just nod ever so mm-hmm. slightly with my head that I'm going to follow Joe and put up my hood and follow. Okay. Okay. Um, you uh, are following... Uh, well, actually, let's get a roll for that. So you're going to be prowling. Um, I don't know if this is something you can get team support on. No, I don't think so. But I'm, I think this is a pretty standard, you know, roll, ri- yeah. risky standard, you know, risky position standard mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. And it's an awful lucky that I brought my shadow cloak with me. All right. Excellent. Take that off. So yep. You got. You guys see what David did there. Yep. Yep. That's, yep. How, that's how it's done with loadout. Yep, yep. That's how it's done. Thank yeah. you. You sound <laughs> super proud. I am. <laughs> guys, we're playing blades. I'm happy. <laughs> All right. So when I put up my hood, not only is it a dark cloak, but there is a waft of the ever-present fog around us, and it swirls around Yoska, and he doesn't so much walk away as become indistinct. Uh, in the rest of the city streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I imagine following him, um, you know, the, uh, the Six Towers neighborhood has these really big avenues once, you know, they need to be that large to accommodate, you know, large, ornate carriages carrying the city's elite. Now, they're not a great place to prowl, but there's plenty of ruined walls, adju- you know, adjacent to the street that you can dart between. Mm-hmm. All right. Gonna roll my prowl. Got a five. A five. Okay. Oh, hey, these are the bone dice I got. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you slip through the shadows after Joe, and sure enough, as your instincts probably told you, you managed to trail him to uh, straight to the Carastos estate, your ancestral home, and you see him, uh, you know, duck through the ruined exterior walls and head toward the the vine-shrouded interior, now exposed to the elements of your old family home. Um, And uh, just as you are peering uh, around the corner of uh, a wall, um, your hand slips a little bit on a mossy surface and just makes the lightest scraping noise. But in these quiet, desolate streets... It's enough for the uh, paranoid, probably fiending Joe to whip his head around and he stares back at the fog and clearly sees nothing, but then hurries a little bit further towards the uh, the HQ of the Nine Lashers. Heads a little bit here, and I'm going to add in another tick to the clock. He's moving faster now. Okay. Cool. To go report. Uh, He's not there yet, though. Do we want to go back to these guys, or is there another role that... They should do, or I should do, or do you want to finish yes. with me? Um, I want uh, Jesus to roll for the quality of the drug that was created. Okay. The fake drug. All right. And that is going to be, let's tinker. see, here. tinker, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. And luckily, I brought my fine tinkering tools. What does the tools do? Give me another die. Uh, no, it, it increases the effect. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. All right, then. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so it would be two die initially. Right. So, mm-hmm. is the situation would be considered risky or, or like, you know, controlled? Because technically, all these were made like 
in yeah. his lab, you know, in a control, in my workshop. Environment oh yeah, because we did buy the workshop. Yeah, yeah, upgrade yeah. for the lab. yes. The, yeah. Well, so the workshop means you just means you can make them on site. Yeah. You wouldn't have to go right. to another place. So I think yeah. it's it's but the fact that we were able to make them on site instead of yeah. know, trying to scratch like in, a, in the back alley or something. I don't know. Oh, your so call, the, but. the the making them is intimately tied to the sort of passing them off, right, right. which I think is a risky thing. Yeah, you're, right. you're you're trying to you're not trying to pass these off to your you know. If there's one thing these this gaggle of uh, misbegotten souls is good at, it's yeah, distinguishing they, between the real deal, yep. between they real product the and fake. Yeah. They know they're Lotus. Okay. So, um, but because of the fine tools, I'm going to say this is risky, but with great effect. Okay. So, um, so if you pull it off, if you pull it off, this stuff is going to be indistinguishable until it's okay. been smoked. And, and we might just have to completely uh, redesign our business model because this shit is easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, going to be my regular tinker too, but because it's risky, I don't get an extra die, right? Or no, risky, risky uh, relates to uh, yeah. So that's a good effect. thing to review. Okay. Um, Sorry. And we so, so that we don't do this too, we can like slow things down for a second so we understand. Because um, again, in each given score you're not going to be rolling a ton right um so when you're when you're going to roll do an action roll um you're going to go into it with two things in mind position and effect position comes into play if you if you fail or get a partial success Mm -hmm. so basically anything from a one through a five position comes into play if you get a six doesn't matter you succeed because position is about consequences and how severe they are if you fail um effect comes into play if you succeed. So either a four or five or a six or a critical. Um, so if, you know, a standard effectiveness is what you would sort of expect from the action with no additional, you know, benefits, um, there are, those two dials can move up and down and you can imagine situations where, you know, you could do a controlled action. You know, the best case scenario would be a controlled action with great effect. The worst case scenario is a desperate action with limited effect. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. If that makes sense. Yeah, cool. So, and based so on that be- situation, you, you know, you you can make an educated uh, decision whether you should spend some stress to give yourself an extra die, okay. or go like, no, this is this is fine. And if I do, okay. you know, I'm, I'm in control. So you know, if I do get a consequence, I can live with it. I'm okay. not going to spend right. stress. Then I'm just going to have my two die and tinker and just roll that six. Nice. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Bang around. Yeah. All right. So that's that's a great. That's. Yep. Success es- of a great product. This especially, is a great product, especially with the fine tinkering tools. This is just. Which is good because yeah. you tested it on yourself and you are hooked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you you want to find this stash ASAP. <laughs> yeah, and uh, one of the um, one of the users is says that they're interested for a friend, wants to see the product, um, and uh, you 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 know uh, take out the probably wax cloth, mm-hmm. um, unfold and show them a little bit of it, and they you know. Feel it, smell it. Um, it yeah, exactly. And shove it right up to, your, to everything from everything you can Just tell. Rub it on their eyeballs. Yeah. Like, go away, very. very you, <laughs> what are you even? Like, ah! <laughs> um, they definitely go away with a, a sense that this is the not just the real deal, but you know, mm-hmm. a, f- a fine vintage of, yep. of yeah. Black Lotus. Nicely done. Okay, uh, back at the Carastos estate, mm-hmm. um, John, uh, Joe Nickel is uh, getting pretty close to, you know, going in to, to rat on you guys. Yeah, not for long. <laughs> right, so uh, so I'm going to, uh, yeah, fuck it, Yosuke's going to sneak up behind him and choke him out. Okay. I don't, I don't intend to kill him, but I need to stop him. 
So your goal is to not kill him. Yeah, non lethal. Uh, okay. We do not need spirit birds and shit right now. Okay, he is in the courtyard, mm-hmm. and you can even see through. The, so the um, the, your family estate uh, the is all but collapsed down to practically the foundations in most parts, mm-hmm. but there's still some walls, you know, ruined walls about a story tall, down from which hang like curtains of vines of some probably exotic, maybe now even extinct, otherwise extinct, uh, Severosi specimen from the once, you know, sprawling, finely manicured gardens. Um, and somehow this vine is like probably feeding off of nutrients in the canal or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but through that curtain of vines, you can see lamp glow just beyond. So you're going to be like out exposed in the yard doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say this is a desperate role. Okay. That's fine. I uh, still got my... So got your shadow, your cloaked cloak of shadows. Yep. And I'm going to push myself. What's that? I'm going to push myself. You're going to push yourself. Okay. Yeah. Great. And I would like to offer a devil's bargain. Yes. I was, I was about to offer one too. So what yep. you got? Trying to... Okay. So this one, this devil's bargain would not necessarily alert them because they don't know what Joe's going to tell them. Right. Joe could just be stumbling up drunk. They just don't fucking know. Um... So my devil's bargain is I do manage to uh, reach out, ideally reach out and fucking Batman Joe away. But just as I do, a gust of wind takes the hood off of my head and I lock eyes with one of the with one of the uh, lookouts. And the devil's bargain is it was Yoska Karatos and he wants his home back. That that's the like they know it's me. Got it. Yeah. They so don't know what Joe you, is trying to say. Right. But, like, they know it was me. It right. was my gang. So whether or not you're successful, yes. you're going to get identified. Correct. I think that's a great... Ooh, okay. I like it. All right. That's a good one. And by the way, just as a reminder to... Yeah. Play, anybody can propose a, a devil's bargain to another character. Right, like, right, Hey, right. What, about, what if you did this? Right. Yep. So you're, you're going to get spotted by... The, the big thing that's up for grabs right now is, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to choke out Joe mm-hmm. before he tells the Nine Lashers mm-hmm. what's yeah. going on at the bridge? All right. All right. So how many dice is that total? With the push, which cost me two edge. Or two stress, sorry. Oh, you can't both push and take a Devil's Bark. Can't you? Mm-mm. No, you can't. That was, I was, I was about to mention that. Yeah, you can do kind of teamwork oh, I was and team or work. a Devil's Bark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, in which case I'll just do the push because I want to see how that works. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're so still, now, you're so still now high you, so you might get away with, on a yeah. It would right. have been the same, the same role. Yeah, the devil's bargain is more generally useful when you're like low on like your stress should generally be like the first thing you try, and yeah. then when you're down to like I only have like three stress less after something, maybe I'll do a devil's bargain instead of mm-hmm. spending more stress because I need this extra die anyway. Six. Okay. Ooh, nice. Yes. And just one six. Yes. Okay. Excellent. And uh, make a note on your XP that you took a desperate action. Oh, that's right. We want to do desperate actions yeah. because it gets XP. Because it gets oh, XP, yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's how the game rewards audacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm curious because I also answered a problem using stealth. Yeah. So we'll, at the end of the game, we'll go back and go through mm-hmm. all yep. that stuff. I just but wanted definitely to jot, jot down, jot that, down you did that action. So, like, when so we go after I, it, yeah. yeah. I just don't want to forget that you did one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tell us how it goes down. You. Uh, so yeah, Joe is Joe is is walking out into uh, camera. Camera follows Joe 
uh, side shot as he wanders through the open, uh, the opening into the garden of the Karastos estate. And he is met with the glow of the glow of some of the lanterns, the oil lanterns that they have uh, high up around to well illuminate a defended area. And there is uh, the sound of something falling behind him like a tin can. He stops and he listens and then he just hears like a meow, uh, and a cat uh, jumps away and skitters. And then he walks into uh, he walks into the light as he shrugs off the fear and he keeps walking past when the audience would definitely think this is when uh, this is when Yoska is going to strike. And he is underneath one of the lamps when like a wild animal, Yoska just leaps into frame, grabs him, swaddles him in the in the cloak. And in the uh, in the ensuing melee, as he drags him back into the shadows, Yoska takes the belt off of the snitch, wraps it around his throat, and chokes him into unconsciousness, surrounded by the shadows. And the last thing that you see is uh, Yoska's eyes gleaming in the light as he looks at his family's estate. <laughs> That's <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely Beautiful. done. I'll take my bennies now. Oh wait. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, back down at the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A a gentleman approaches you, uh-huh. uh, Dan, and uh, Jesus. You see this happen as well. Um, and it's a uh, he's he's not uh, terribly just. He's wearing, wearing a suit and hat, but mm-hmm. with the disheveled quality of maybe a fallen middle class tradesman or merchant who's um, gotten hooked on lotus or some other um, you know vice. Um, that's, you know, brought them low. Um, but he is not alone as he comes up to you. Behind him is another man, um, in, in a suit. Uh, and, uh, he is, uh, well, actually, um, you guys can make a, you guys can make a, uh, collective, um, survey or study role. All right. Okay. Where's the perspective? I will study. I haven't either. Um, which he will go home right (laughs) so um either one of you could do it alone or one of you can help the other how can you help me with this uh yeah by by helping one of you spends one stress to add a die Mm -hmm. it's beneficial because normally to help yourself it's two stress right and i can't uh that doesn't require me to have the skill or anything like that no no all right so let's say i help because i yeah i I know this the two of them, and I, I, I'm going to help because I have zero, zero uh, dice on this. Yep. Uh, so it's best for you to roll it. Um, but I'm going to help uh, by, uh, as, as I see them approach, I, 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 you know, we can say, like, we agreed previously that there were certain, yep. like, signals we would give, and I would basically, like, give him the, I'm, there's something weird here yeah. signal. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, I take a stress because by doing that, I, I acted slightly out of character. Like yep. they can see that I kind of twitched in a in a slightly unnatural way. No, right. I'm uh, so so I'm a little yeah. So that interestingly that enough, would this be a, a uh, an easy flashback where it cuts back to us planning, and one of us says like, "So what if he's got friends? What would we do then?" And then Dan's character is like, "Well, we'll do one of these." And then yeah. that wouldn't cost us any stress because it is one of the realistic small things we would have figured out. True, true. So, yeah, uh, you can do very. I was, was going to uh, yeah, I was going to ask how the flashbacks work, like when when we can bring those in. Sorry, you can bring in a flashback at any at any right. time, and it costs stress based on. But the, in this case, working out a signal plan wouldn't mm-hmm. give you an extra 
wouldn't give you a bonus okay. to make this roll. Okay. Uh, if there was something that you would put in place, if, for instance, you had gotten one of your contacts to be there, you know. Right, right. Yeah, because I, 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 I had a plan, uh, like a, a potential flashback if... Uh, if I saw like that guy, you know, that guy escaping or somebody, or like if I noticed that the guy was going to leave, mm-hmm. I was going to do a flashback where we like paid off some street urchins to create a distraction mm-hmm. or something like that. Got it. Got uh, it. Got but you know, in this case, they didn't. You know, I'm, I'm bringing it up because mm-hmm. it became unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was that was like so- something I had in the back of okay. my mind. Um, right. But so, I mean, and, but yeah. If but you least, want to, in terms of yeah. with a signal, I, I was going to say because the role was successful and because uh, the role to create the product was a great success. Jesus, um, that you you could be with, like, you guys could be next to each other, because right. you're doing a good enough job, like, Cam is doing a good enough job blending in, mm-hmm. and has right. already sort of displayed the social proof to convince, you know, urchins right. and junkies and the, you know, the low types that, like, he's Actually, got the real deal. Cam is so, coming up to Oran, like, yo, we need to make more of this. Stuff. Yeah, so so Oran's, like, lack of disguise ability yeah. isn't going to create, because the other thing is, you're not known down here. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want, you can be standing next to each other. Okay, okay. all right. That's that works. Right. That works. As this transaction. All right, so he assists, so I now get three dice instead of, like, two because he's assisting me. Because he's assisting you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah mark, mark one, one stress, one, tech. All right, yep, let's okay. do this. Mistakes were made. <laughs> what did uh, you get? Four. Okay, no, yeah, four. Still, no, that's, 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 that's still actually, partial success. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow, not, that's that was close. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. That, nope, is, that, that is that is why we do these things. <laughs> that is why we help each other. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, you are keeping an eye on um, on these guys, and you uh, as they come up and and approach, and Orin, you definitely get the sense from as, as you're sort of studying uh, these two gentlemen in, in, in disheveled suits come up on you that particularly the big one seems to be armed um, and if you had to guess you'd say it's not just one undercover blue coat that both of them are probably constables mm-hmm. in disguise which is more than you were bargaining for alright uh, okay. but you also uh, and, uh, are you can, telling us that the can, woman who used to take hits to her head for a living, didn't give us exactly the information yeah. we needed. <laughs> or didn't have yep. all the information, who knows. Yep. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, in terms of success with consequences, uh, Kem notices this, but he is staring so much that, uh, I mean, uh, or is, you're staring so much, Kem, you're like, dude, play it cool, play it cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, and as the two men approach, they like stop for a second, and they're clearly noticing Orin's intense, you know, studious yeah. gaze. Um, and then they n- approach more, uh, much more carefully right. and hesitantly now. Okay. Uh, so your your position <laughs> with them is going to be worse off yeah, moving okay. forward. Fair enough. Yep. They have reason. They have significant reason to be suspicious now. Yep. <laughs> the condition is, I'm telling you, I'm a cop. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I tried to do this subtly, but I also uh, scratch my side, indicating that they yeah. might be armed. Yeah. <laughs> Orange just goes, signal! Signal! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God! It just says, signal. <laughs> you just panic. Um, you have to toast if you're a cop. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um, so the, the shorter man mm-hmm. um, in the suit um, comes up, uh, and you see he's got a little uh, scar on his lip. Um, you know, almost looks like a uh, like a hair lip from childhood that yeah. got surgically fixed, but not completely. Right. 
comes up to you, um, you know, nervously looking around yeah. and, and, uh, you know, for an, for a, uh, constable in disguise, he's doing a good job at looking like someone who's looking to score. Right. Um, and he licks his lips and says, uh, so, uh, um, I hear you can, uh, can tell me how to, uh, how to get some lullaby. Well, I'm having, uh, I've been having trouble sleeping. Is that so? Is that so? Well, uh, a man like you uh, clearly deserves uh, his rest after after a long, hard day's work. Yeah, me and my friend both. <laughs> uh, Why yeah. don't we step under the bridge? All right. Well, I suppose we can. But uh, <laughs> and then he uh, kind of leans closer and goes like, "That guy back there's got the heebie-jeebie eyes on us." Uh, so I'll tell you what, uh, let's go behind. Uh, let's go over here behind this column instead. Because uh, yeah, just the three of us. Kinda, your kinda your friend out. can stay here. Who? What? But he be you guys here. Points at Warren. He's just yeah. doing a really good job at he be you He's kind of saying, not my friend. Let's get out of here. And uh, yeah, he kind yeah, of like, starts, idea. Yeah, starts, starts leading them off. Uh, like, yeah, like uh, very, uh, yeah, he starts leading them off like with with the confidence that uh, as if he's like he knows like yeah this is fine yeah like, that guy's weird yeah mm. that's good and uh, Oren you're continuing to stare <laughs> in space and a another uh, a junkie sort of shambles over itching himself and looks over at you startled and then suddenly decides that this is a staring contest <laughs> and meets your gaze and you two just sit there staring at each other and as soon as they're far away I look at that junkie and go go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That means I win. <laughs> yeah. Take one stress. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Dan, I'm going to need a uh, sway roll. Get drowned Can in do. the river or roll. Con- consort. Oh, sway it is. Mm-hmm. Sway it is. I am straight up no, right. deceiving the fuck out of these guys. Mm-hmm. All right. So my sway score is three, and I, I this is important to me. So I'm going to spend uh, take two stress. And get myself an extra die on this. Um, I'm assuming the situation here is probably desperate, or is it uh, r- I'd say uh, risky? It's risky. I mean, it's no, risky I, at it, the was very gonna, least. it was going to be risky. risky but until, thanks to the Terry McStareface, until he be, he be, he be Stareface. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so, that's your nickname now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're they are now very suspicious. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. and, and th- again, just with the consequences of going under a bridge with two undercover constables alone. Yeah, yeah. that's what makes this desperate. Yeah, yeah. no, and I, and I kind of it's not that your skill level is like couldn't handle it. It's that the consequences right are exactly extreme. Yeah, right. If you and I kind of was was fail. kind of forced into that because yeah. of like oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. um, can you pass me one more day? Oh sure. All right, so you get an extra die because it's desperate. Yeah, because no, because, no, because I because, oh, because I pushed you pushed. Never mind. Yes. Yeah, because I pushed myself. Okay. Um, but you do you do take an XP if you uh, yeah, for making this or for doing this for doing this role. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. desperate. Um, and uh, and the fact that I use that fine disguise kit, I'm guessing, gives me an extra to my effect. Uh, well, the, the disguise isn't a thing for them. This is true. just about fast true. talk. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. No, no problem. All right. Four dice. It is. Doodle doodle doodle. Uh, ooh, a five. All right, yeah, because I was like, what? one, three, three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So, so yeah, partial, uh, partial success with yep. success with uh, consequence, but success. Okay, excellent. Okay, the um, uh, the the undercover constables are uh, sizing you up um, and uh, ask. All right, so we uh, we heard from a friend that uh, product's good. And uh, we got a lot of other friends on the products. How much are you trying to move? 
Yeah, he, he kind of hesitates and looks around. All right. And uh, so, so we're aware that the the nine uh, nine lashes and the uh, and the blue coats have sort of you know, the blue coats have tolerated the nine lashes. Tolerated. Yep. All right. So, they, but they don't have like enough like a straight up like alliance or anything like right. that. Okay. Right. Good. Uh, so that, that changes my, my potential approach a little. <clears throat> um, kind of looks around. All right, guys. Look, I know what's going on here. There's you probably got at least one more guy like watching me, don't you? All right, all right, all right. No, what are you what are you talking about? You got kind of gives him like, oh please look. Fine, fine, fine. Because we don't want any trouble. We don't want any trouble. I'll let you know. Uh, kill me for this. And I, I give him uh, the, you know the address to uh, to uh, to uh, 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 a warehouse like you know so, some distance away. Like tonight, you want to get this stuff. You want to get a really good price on this. Tonight's the night the deal comes in. We want to move this stuff quickly, and uh, you know, get some that. Like, you're gonna get all, all you could possibly want, and then some. Really? How much is how much is that information gonna cost us? I told you, we don't want trouble. Just go make your deal. We're all good here, right? We're all friends. Kind of like putting on a slightly like submissive, like like. Dude, I know you're a cop. I know we have to put a, you know, we're all, uh, we're all like, you know, uh, trying to, to put on a face here. We, you know, you guys don't bother us. We don't bother you. Uh, so here's the info. Get out. You're scaring the regulars. You know that kind of thing. All right, all right. The uh, the little one you see looks away, yeah. um, and the big one swings his fist into your stomach, doubling you over. Not fair. Um, take a one harm level gut punched. Yep. It wasn't designed to like, you know, it's designed yeah, to no, they, they, knock they, the wind out of you, yeah. not, uh, yeah, not they, they, take they, the, they've, they've got a role to play. Well. Not <laughs> harm any of your organs. Right, right. Um, and as soon as you drop down to your knees, yeah. the little one gets down there and says, tell Clegg mm-hmm. that Commander Malloy expects to be paid if you guys are going to move weight like this. <laughs> Just clutching my gut like... <laughs> You think we don't already know where it is? Uh, Fucking little scuttler. And uh, he, the satchel in which you have um, the entirety of uh, the fake product that was made, the big one picks up and a little uh, goat skin purse of coins is pressed into your hands. Um, And the little one says... That's more than we should, we should be taking this on the house, but we'll leave. Here's a little tip for you, but take the other tip. You move product, you pay the blue coats. All right, I got it. Thank you. And they walk off. Yeah. What was the name of that cop? Commander what? Uh, Commander Malloy. Yeah. He's the commander of the district. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, that, that cop wasn't Commander Malloy, right. but he says, yeah, message right. from Commander yep. Malloy to Clegg. Yep. Who we know is the leader of the uh, Nine Lashes. Yep. So yeah, and I say uh, once they're out of sight, like I just kind of smile and feel like, <laughs> 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 like and they don't even know the secret ingredient is horseshit. I say, <laughs> as, I, as I look through the little to the little purse of coins, like not bad. <laughs> okay, and that's the end of the score. Woo! Woo! That one. Woo! All right, nice, All right. nice. Okay, so you got you can now identify the undercovers. All right, um, and you have set up the. Uh, your friends, the trap, yeah. The, yeah, the hopeful, the mm-hmm. hopeful uh, uh, trap. Yeah. yeah. Now you pick just like a, ra- a random warehouse, so you don't know if that's what we're actually. But yeah, exactly. They're going to be able to connect it 
if they then raid that spot. Yeah, then yeah, we yeah. definitely have a complete proof that you know those those were the guys. Right. All right. Okay, so now plus you know if like they think they got this information from a nine lashes and then they go in. And, they look and like it's idiots. not there, and it's like those motherfuckers lied to us. So <laughs> yeah. hopefully, the grades, the the connection between the the cops and the nine lashes a little. Yep. Nice. Okay. All right. So yeah. downtime. Yeah. Well, no, we do the aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Score. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aftermath. If it was gonna go really bad, I was I was tempted to get a smoke bomb and just throw it in your direction. Yeah. 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 You guys rolled well, by the way. Nobody rolled even rolled one fail. Yeah. 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 That's pretty amazing. Yeah, but we we definitely got. Uh, in the rhythm of using stress. Yeah, no, using stress and, uh, I, I, I don't know, like, this game so far has flowed better with the, the whole, like, success with consequences. Yeah. Feels a little more natural because of the setting of the game, because yes. it is kind of like a heist game where, yeah, every, you know, every step forward is, is also like a couple steps back because something always goes wrong mm-hmm. and gets, yep. and it gets a little bit more complicated. Cool. And you still, like, eventually do the heist and get your shit and, mm-hmm. and, and do the daring escape. But yeah, every single step always has extra complications. So it, it kind of fits the, like, yeah, like I usually hate this mechanic. Mm-hmm. I know you, you're not a huge fan either. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it kind of, so far, this one works. So far, yeah, it's, it's works. working yeah, yeah. with, yes, the, with yes. the setting. Yeah. 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 I also like, uh, Taxi did a great job with introducing the clock yeah. thing. It was fun to try. Yeah. Yeah. I never used the clock before. I like it. Right. And the I second, like and the, the second you, you, di- you said like, this is the clock. This is what it means. That was a great incentive for me to be like, nope, th- I gotta go rogue now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, no, it's, it's actually a really good way to, to like, yeah, sort of put in like, and now there's pressure, right? Like yep. now so you get a li- time limit. Now yeah, there are like the now ticking, there are stakes. The literal, yeah. yeah the and I also like the fact that what it does is uh, we can do this post mortem, you know, after. But what what it does is by announcing what it means again, you forego the part where the storyteller goes like, roll awareness. You think he's probably gonna go like, right. go alert mm-hmm. the other gang? It's yeah. like right. no. The assumption is I'm smart enough to yeah. like look at all of the variables and be like he's gonna go fucking tell him. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I like that. I like that mm-hmm. too. Right. So aftermath. Okay. So and actually, you were right. So technically, payoff and entanglements and all that is part of the downtime phase. So we're entering cool. the downtime phase. Yay. Nice. So includes payoff, heat, entanglements, and downtime activities. Yep. So payoff. Um, so I'm going to say, uh, even though there wasn't, there wouldn't normally be, you guys successfully sold some fake drugs. Yeah. They did in fact pay you. So after punching you. So that's going to be two coin. Sweet. Nice. No, you guys are up to, the... to four coins. Yeah, we have Everyone four gets coin. four coins? No, no, no. This uh, is just the, crew. It's okay. the, the crew okay. now okay. has yep. four coins. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I'll look for the coins on here. Um, uh, it's around here somewhere. I'm sure. Coins. Yeah. So coin can be a shared or divvied up resource yeah because you, you can yeah exactly you can like there are certain abilities like i've got one uh called because uh, you've got coin that's the the, the crew coin mm-hmm. and then you've got your stash which is, which is your personal stash yeah mm-hmm. and certain so, abilities let you put put things into that stash we are actually topped out on coin right now we cannot contain we cannot any anymore. more coin mm-hmm. as a crew we need to start divvying it up yep yep, yep. um so, or spend it yeah. or spend it yeah so we'll we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that okay as yeah. we move forward okay so two coins so heat uh, Duskfall is a city of prying eyes and informants. Anything you do might be witnessed, and there's always evidence left behind. Yeah. Um, to reflect this, your crew acquires heat as they commit crimes. So zero heat would be from smooth and quiet, low exposure. Yeah. Two heat, contained, standard exposure. Four heat, loud and chaotic, high exposure. Six heat, wild, devastating exposure. I'd say probably two heat, because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because of Stereo Mix Stereface. Stereo Mix Stereface. Yeah. And also, um, I would say, even if they don't, what people might have seen or know about, um, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have to know it was right. you for it to generate heat. Right. They just know, like, oh, shit keeps right. going down Right. It basically just bridge. raises the stakes that someone might connect you to the crime mm-hmm. or that there might be. So, for instance, Joe Nichols is going to know someone choked him out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know who, and your disguise didn't get broken, right. Dan. But I think two heat's appropriate. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah, because, like, now there's a little bit like, right, something, something weird is going on under the bridge. Yeah. Effectively, that was like a stealth mission in a video game. And at the last minute, we did have to take somebody down. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. one of us got punched. <laughs> yep. And then the third one realized he's really not supposed to be on the front end of the drug game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and just so you guys know how heat works, um, when your heat level reaches nine, you gain a wanted level and then clear your existing heat. Yeah. Um, and once you get to a certain level of wanted, then you're looking at, in- at incarceration. Yep. If you get busted. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you can keep playing from inside jail. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> you can keep doing scores from inside nice, jail. Nice. Um, okay, entanglements. I I mean, I feel like... So the, the potential entanglements are arrest, cooperation... Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I think rivals makes... Oh, wait. Roll. I actually roll. Oh, you roll. Oh. Yes. This is one of the rare times I roll. So in this case, so I, just so you guys know, um, to roll entanglements, I take your wanted level, which in this case is zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so I'm, I have to roll your wanted level, so I roll two, two dice and I keep the lowest result. Yeah, two and three. Bobby's kicked down the door to your home. <laughs> you are dragged away screaming. Reroll character. Nice. You said I could keep playing from jail. Not if, not with this role. You can't. <laughs> not the jail you're going to, son. <laughs> okay. Um, the so the the after this, a once they find out they got bad drugs, and yeah. b once they know that once they once the blue coats and the nine lashers put it together, to figure out that, that wasn't a, a you know, wasn't actually a, a nine lasher. Um, the blue coats are going to go around picking people up and interrogating. Right. So we're gonna roll a one d six to see which one of your contacts gets picked up. Oh boy! Oh in the boy. random raid. So David one and one two, three four, four five six, six in yep. order of your contacts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of the contacts you have relationships with, contacts right, right. and or enemies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you have those six, contacts. Six. So it's gonna be someone you either have a good or bad relationship six. with. Six, three. Damn it! Well, that's me. Uh, Stasia and an apothecary. Stasia. Okay, so Stasia is getting picked up. Great. Um, and uh, we're going to do a fortune roll. We're friendly. To, to see if they resist questioning. Yeah. Super friendly. <laughs> Maybe not so much after this, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so Stasia is going to... Would resist. She's loyal. She, I mean, she doesn't really know anything, but... Um, since this has aroused the blue coat's attention, they're looking for information in general about new players on the scene, right? I mean, their first assumption would be that this is the gray cloaks, right? Yeah. Um, but not surprising that they would pick up someone working as an apothecary because they know there's like there's an alchemist or chemist or druggist at play here who's right. making a very very convincing. In some ways, it's like a consequence of your success. <laughs> like this is such a great, you know, forgery attempt that they they know that they're dealing with a with. Someone in the, you know, with experience as a druggist. 
So I'm not, the one who knocks. Yeah. <laughs> not surprising that they pick up Stasi. Yeah. Like the one who um, stares. But yeah. <laughs> so Stasi is, is Stasi woman or man? Uh, woman. Woman. Um, Stasi's tough and doesn't like the blue coats. She's going to resist it and as a result get pretty badly beat up unless you want to pay a coin to bail her out. Uh, I'm going to use a coin to bail her out. Yeah, Actually, I don't yeah. have money. Well, it's a no, cr- no, we do. I mean, that's a decision. Yeah, I mean, we need we need to stay on her good mm-hmm. side, and she didn't she didn't roll over on us. Yeah, now is the time to for us. To, now is the time for us to start making friends and showing that we take care of ours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I think it's good it's call. a well worth investment. Yep. Yep. Good call. All right. Okay. So down one coin. Yep. And hey, you get to, you're giving the blue coats their money back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. There we go. Uh, so, uh, Dave, wins. you you pass. A coin to um, your contact, mm-hmm. who then passes it to the appropriate person. Yeah, and uh, Stasi's released on a technicality mm-hmm. before uh, you know a more vicious interrogation takes place. Right. Okay, so that's that's it for the payoff and entanglements. Sweet. Yeah. score is complete. Nice, nice. work. Woo-hoo. Nice work. Not bad. Downtime activities. Okay, uh, between scores, you your crew spends time at their liberty, attending to personal needs and side projects. These are called downtime activities. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so the available activities are acquire an asset, begin or continue a long-term project, recover if you were injured, yep. uh, reduce heat, train, and indulge vice to reduce mm. stress. So How we're many? probably going to have to – we might want to take a quick break while we catch up on okay. all those different options. Yeah. And I think Homeboy wants to go for a walk. He does, yes. Okay. So, yeah, so let's take so a quick uh, dog walk, walk uh, yeah, and yeah. then we come back and, and figure that yeah, out. Yeah. So pausing cool. How many actions? And we're back. All right. So rep. So we're gonna get you're gonna get two rep for the just for completing the score. The crew is rather, and then uh, because the target of your score is one tier higher than you, you're gonna get an extra point of rep. But we realized during crew creation we did not pick the adjective that describes the current reputation that your crew has. Um, and that's important because you want to try to build on that reputation. So let's pick that now. Okay. Yeah, they're actually not on the, uh, the crew sheet. So. Oh, they're not. Okay. Let me pull this up. So, okay. So here are some, we, we could make up our own, but we might as well use one of the pre-made ones. So the options, the pre-made ones are ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, or strange. I think we're pretty fucking ambitious, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambitious, great. That's a good one. Yep. Cool. Also, didn't notice sexy being on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think some major oversight. I think yeah. that just goes without saying. A, are you sexy? B, do you know it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you're too sexy for this rep. Too sexy for this rep. <laughs> so, to increase, to go up to tier one, you have to accumulate twelve rep. So you guys have three right now. All right. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yep. Yeah. Fourth of the way there. Um, but bad. it will also cost coin just so you know to go up in yeah. tier once you guys get 12 mm-hmm. rep. So you want to have money, yeah, we have a little, money for it too. So far we're learning that uh, holding on to coin is kind of a tricky situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you guys also haven't expanded into to try to get hold over new turf. Nope, if you do, yet. you actually go – you advance faster. Oh, cool. Turf uh, – each level of turf that you get – Cuts down the amount that you of rep you need to advance. Interesting to the next tier. Nice, cool. Yeah. 
So in theory, you could have a really high rep and no turf, but that means you you had to like get you really all the yeah, XP. yeah exactly yeah. yeah yep um and you can do uh yeah you can perform like uh, you can do things to reduce the hold of another faction over turf particularly if you know how they're vulnerable. Well, right now we're going to steal a bunch of their drugs. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so faction status changes. So I'm going to say right now I don't I, I don't think your status is going to change with the um, mm-hmm. with the lashers or the blue coats because they don't know it was you yet. Yep. Yeah. And they find out they will be justifiably pissed. Right. <laughs> In our defense, they're assholes. What about the gray coats? They wanted to know. We let them know that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's let's uh, give plus one the gray co- make the gray coats allies now. Plus mm-hmm. three. Nice. Um, so this faction will help you even if it's not in their best interest to do so, and they expect you to do the same for them. Yeah. So, for instance, for your next score, you could. Partic- you could aim to seize turf mm-hmm. from the nine lashers. Yes, I would like wise. to do that. Yes. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for crew advancement, well, let's do PC advancement first. Okay. Okay. So, so it says at the end of each session. So would each score be a session, or oh, we wait until the end of the next? Score? At the end, the score is the session. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Right. You got 28 XP. Are you sure? Because I remember you saying you can do one long score per session or two score two scores per session. I think you can do multiple scores if you have time. Yeah. yeah if we're going to do an extra score, then we wouldn't do XP now. We yeah. would do it after that second score. This is after the end of the session. Yeah. Well, yep, no, I mean. I guess that's that's actually, I'm, re- I'm reading it now, and that is true, I think. Yeah. So after we're done playing, period, for the day, then. Yeah, because advancement is not the same thing as downtime. Okay. Correct. Though I would like to get some of my stress back. And, well, uh, yeah, no, but let's, let's do our downtime. We haven't downtime, done downtime yeah. yet. Yep. We just said we were going to do it. And, yep. then, and then we all just left the table. <laughs> it's like, we, no, we, you meant that in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, downtime. So the activities, so everybody gets two activities. Yep, great. And you can acquire an asset, which is gaining temporary use of an item, which could be a cohort, a vehicle, a service, or a special item or set of common items. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, temporary use constitutes one significant period of usage that makes sense for the asset. Right. Question: Could a healing potion be one of those things? So the you can you roll to to acquire the asset. You roll your tier. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So and the result good. indicates the quality of the asset. Yeah. So if I want to make this yeah. healing potion, if I make it one of my special, now you can spend coin. Yes. Mm-hmm, to, to raise the tier level, yeah. but You'd be basically, to get a tier three thing, you'd be spending like all your coins. No, yeah. Basically, it's uh, starting tier zero. If I get a crit success, it'd be plus one, but that's if Mm -hmm. I get a six. Uh, The workshop gives me a plus one automatically. And then, so we would essentially, to guarantee I create the item, we have to spend two coin. Okay, yeah, no. Can't do that. All right. Explain to us how healing works. So, recovery. Explain to Dan (laughs) how healing works, yeah. Your healer, if you have one, which you don't. Right, yeah. Mark. Uh, so there's a whole thing if you have a healer. <laughs> if yeah. you don't, then um, keep bleeding, buddy. Yeah, you're doing the natural. Now you can use the acquire asset activity to gain access to a healer. Okay. 
um, like one person could do that as one of their two things. And then you'd have access to a physiker mm. for this. This downtime. This yeah. downtime. And, and, and but everybody in the crew would have access. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And if you don't have a healer, it's just uh, not just natural healing time. Uh, yeah. yes. So okay. So how do so how does harm? How do you get rid of harm? Basically, I know stress. You recover by indulging your vice. Uh, there's uh. a healing clock, and then I'm sorry. I'm trying to look up the. If you don't have a physical, yeah, there's like a healing. I see like a healing project clock, because like I've got a level one harm. So I'm wondering like, okay, what's what's my best path towards like is it it's a level one harm then late you know easy enough that that you know spending an action getting a physical just for some bruising is not worth it mm-hmm. or yeah it's pretty tough so to heal yourself so, cause yeah. you're, so you're rolling to fill up the healing clock mm-hmm. um to get ticks on the healing project clock right uh if you're healing without any treatment you take one stress and roll zero Dice. And roll like two and keep the lowest, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're yeah. taking stress with taking very stress, low chances. And every success of... is just one tick on that four tick healing clock. Um and requires one downtime action, basically. Holy shit. I just real I, I just reread Alchemist. I get uh when you invent or craft a a creation with alchemical features, take plus one result level to your roll. Right. That means the infect, right? So basically if I had rolled with the workshop with the this effect, it'd be plus two tier, right? Not plus two tier. I mean, to plus and, two, and, plus two. and the workshop again. The workshop doesn't give you extra dice. It gives me quality of it is what I meant. Sorry, sorry. Let me, not uh, the word phrasing is weird. No, no, no. Increase the quality of the item, right? Uh, the workshop actually doesn't increase the quality of the item. The it work, does. The actually. workshop. Oh, oh, it does. Yeah, one second. <laughs> Otherwise, sell the workshop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Plus one D for each tinker action dot. Okay. Plus one quality per coin spent. Plus one quality for workshop crew upgrade. Wait, so workshop, is is this a leech thing mm. or the crew upgrade? I'm looking at the crafting role. Oh, if you have a workshop. Oh, I see. If plus I have a workshop, workshop, it adds plus one to the quality of whatever I create. Got it. And if I, I'm also with Alchemist, which, say, which says with Alchemical Features, I take plus one result level to your role. Result level, does that mean quality? Is that a f- an extra dice? What does it affect? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Plus one result um, level means that you could get... You'd be, yeah, like plus one tier level. Okay, so basically, when I roll, I would unless I get a one or a three, which is possible, mm-hmm. uh, I would automatically yeah. yeah, it'd be I'd get a tier two, and then we could spend a coin to increase it to tier three. So I could potentially, if we spend one coin, mm-hmm. create the vitality potion. Assuming you make the roll, assuming I make the roll. So yeah, yeah, but either so yeah, either that or we get a we get a physical. We spend an action getting getting a physical. Would that cost us money? Like I'm trying to to see like what's the what's our best options again. Yeah. All I have is technically just a gut punch. It's some yeah. bruising. Like yeah. Like so how how much resources do we like? What's the minimum resources we can spend so that this that's a does pretty, get that's healed? Pretty minor level harm. Yeah, yeah no, it's, no, it's no, a level one harms. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what, it doesn't even what, affect what, your dice pool. It just affects. Oh no no. Yeah, no yeah. I'm just I'm just saying I'm not creating it for him. I'm just creating it for just in just case. In <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no exactly. No, which is still a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, I was thinking yeah. about it. Then I'm going to choose as my ability to, I'm going to have the, I'm not going to create it, but I'm going to have the uh, special concoction vitality potion. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've stacked in the way that you could conceivably actually make this thing. Yes. Yeah. Great. Um, so, downtime stuff. Yeah, so, that's so, one of, so that's one of your downtime actions, creating that potion. I'm yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we spend a coin. If, if, we, yeah, if I decide to do it, we're going to yeah, okay, do everything okay. else. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. We got three coin. We're arguing over like <laughs> so. Guys, money is so tight right now. Um, also, is a 
is crafting a long-term project or a uh, single downtime? Let me see. I think this yeah. was a... Yeah. Just craft something, spend one downtime activity to make a tinker roll to determine the quality level of the item you produce. Great. Yeah, so you can do it in a single action. If I... Yeah. Dope. All right. All right, cool. Unless it's a more complicated thing, but it yeah. sounds like... And our tier is zero, correct? Yep. All right, then, yeah. Currently. Um, okay, so there's a long-term project you can do. You can recover. You can require an asset. Um, you can... Uh, reduce heat, and uh, you can train mm-hmm. uh, to we- get one XP on the XP track for an attribute or playbook advancement, or in your cases, for resolve plus two. And how much XP do we need for a playbook advancement? Um, let me pull that up in a second. Well, we have zero currently, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, and then you can indulge your vice to relieve stress. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are your options. Right. Um, let me pull up. And also because we're hawkers, if we decide to train to resolve, we would get two XP instead of one. Yep. If you train resolve. Yep. Yes. Interesting. Um, okay. So, all right. So, unless... Oh, interesting. Okay. So, the, so basically, so you don't, like, level up, right? You can advance either your playbook. If you advance your playbook, like, if you take an advance there, then you raise... Then you get a new special ability. Right. If you advance an attribute, your attribute goes up by one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, and by attribute, you mean insight, prowess, or result. And then you get an additional action dot to one of the actions under that attribute. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, when, so you, when you, like, you raise that. your, your oh, insight, okay. for example, so you now see, you have an extra dot to give to any of the insight so if I skills. Get, so if I get one XP to say, and I decide to put it on insight, I would increase it by one and also increase, say, one of my actions under insight by one. Once yeah. you filled up that XP Oh, I have to track. fill oh, out the... Oh, I could fill yeah, out... Oh, okay. I think the XP chart is the pips on the right. right. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. okay. So, oh, I see. And I see the playbook right next to So when you train, you get XP only in that track. Gotcha. Right? Like, you can train one track... End of session XP, you can put, you can divide between. I see, I see. Okay, makes sense. That playbook track is long, though. Yeah. Damn, those special powers are tasty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I really want Rook's Gambit. Yep, yep. And then you just clear the XP and take the events. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Cool. Cool, I like it. Yep. So we'll go go through those those triggers, the XP triggers at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so we know what we can do. Yep. Uh, what are you guys going to do? So you've got a gut punch. Yeah, I don't have to heal this, definitely, yeah, this time. I don't, I don't, I think we like, can it's not affecting my rolls see how it plays out. Yeah, all yeah. it would do is a level one, uh, harm. And th- so the way it Well, snaps, no, it does have an effect. It says yeah, less it effect. effect. Yeah, yeah less in effect yeah. for stuff related to, like, physical. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm bruised for a while, so if I have to yeah. run, jump, dodge, whatever, right. I'm, I'm... You'd have one hurt. You'd have... You'd be more yeah, like a limited effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's not really your forte in the first place. Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. exactly. So you're just like, oh, I've been peeing blood for a week. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, this game. <laughs> you yeah. said we have two downtown activities, right? Yep, you have two. Okay. Well, so I'm can we clear tra- my stress. Can I we train stress, but... twice then? You can, you can only train once per okay. downtime. Yeah, okay. so each, each downtime activity is a, is a one-time downtime. Like, okay. You can't do it twice. Hmm. I think you can actually, I think training is the only one you can only do once. Okay. Oh, okay. I could be wrong about that. Yeah. So if you want to go on a full, like, vice binge. You can yeah, I, feel like if you, I think you can binge, you can double binge. So of course you can. Um, when you clear your stress, though, there, it's like a, like everything else. You, so you indulge your vice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know there's a, a role in You clear stress from your character's stress track. 
this so you roll to do that. You make an yeah. attribute roll using your character's lowest attribute rating. Mm-hmm. Clear stress equal to the highest die result mm-hmm. from that roll. It, now, this is where it gets <laughs> you don't want to If your sixes. vice roll clears more stress levels than you had marked, you overindulge. Oh right? boy. Uh, a <laughs> vice is not a reliable, controllable habit. It's mm-hmm. a risk and one that can drive your character to act against their own best interest. Yep. So you might not want it, depending on how much stress you have, you might not want to in- indulge your vice. Right. Cause like then I still have the risk six stress left. Yep. I took yep. three. Like, okay. do I um, want to heal those three now? Yeah. Or you know what? Is it okay? Cause I might roll too well. But then again, you're rolling what? Your lowest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I've only got two stress, so if I roll a three or above... Yeah, you probably don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I've only got three, so and there's I'm a 50-50 chance that, that, that I go a little too far. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, you, wait a minute. I think you guys are dead. <laughs> if you do not or cannot indulge your vice during downtime, you take stress equal to your trauma. Oh, so you still... All right, yeah, but we don't have any Ignoring trauma. Ignoring so your fine. vice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. but that's only... We don't have any just, trauma yet. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we're, we're not at the point where, like... Right. Oh, yeah, there's, this is, it's to, a great... It's a character yeah. development thing. But yeah, it's exactly how the, fucked up you get as a scoundrel. The more fucked up yeah. you get, the yeah. more, like, no, I need mm-hmm. to drink. If you don't have any to. trauma, you're free to ignore your vice. It doesn't have a hold over you. Renzi's... Yeah. I like that. That's pretty fucking great. I like that. Yeah. All right, you know what... Yeah, so it's interesting. So once you get a trauma, you have to spend one of every downtime activities... And so you can see how, like, if you're taking wounds regularly and you have a trauma, pretty quickly all your downtime yeah, gets, activity gets is taken going up into yep, your vice versa. Now, you can spend one coin or one rep to get an extra downtime activity. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But you can, yeah, you can see how the trade off happens. Yeah, so but, we don't want to heal and we don't want to take our stress back. Mm-hmm. We don't want a vice. What are the other options? It's gain so an long, asset. Yeah. Gain yeah. an Let's asset, gain long-term an asset. plan, and uh, something else. So an asset is a special item or set of common items, a cohort, an expert, or a gang. If you wanted to get a physiker, if you wanted to get some thugs. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to get a physiker. Um, well, that's only if you're going to heal that, that round. Oh, right, because yeah, it's yeah. not permanent. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, a vehicle or a service, like transport from a smuggler, use of a warehouse for temporary storage, legal representation, etc. Mm-hmm. And again, to acquire this asset, you roll the cruise tier. And oh, the yeah, result indicates the quality of the asset you get. Which mm-hmm. means right now we're fucked. Yeah, okay. Let's let's plan. skip. I, I guess we're not really doing bunch, yeah, but going on to the next I one. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to train. Do two things. I'm gonna first yeah, exactly. If we've got nothing else, then at least train. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to first train my insight, increasing it by one. And then I'm going to, because why not, I'm going to attempt to make the Vitality Potion. Cool. Yep. The question is, it says the items are created are rare. Does it mean it's going to cost anything, or is it just, uh, do I, am I assume to have the material? Uh, if crafting doesn't mention a it just says, cost. Uh, it doesn't mention a cost. As far as I can tell. Perhaps they spend one downtime activity to determine the quality level, blah, blah, blah. Drawbacks. <laughs> yeah. Highly uh-huh. explosive. Well, this is about rare is a creation requires a rare item or material when it is crafted. What's that? It says it's a vitality. It rare. This creation requires a rare item or material when it is crafted. Oh, so you'd have to get the material first. Oh, okay. As a um, usually, I I think rare things you be, uh you have to get as a you have to like do a score to get them. Oh, okay. Usually. All right, then it's not a priority right now anyway. But okay. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Then I guess uh, I'll train in. Uh, you can train in. 
What can you train it again? I'm sorry. Insight, prowess, resolve. Or your playbook. Or your playbook. No, you can't train your playbook until the end, right? I thought you said... Yeah, play, playbook is you, you race with XP. You can't train it, can you? Yeah, you can. You can, you oh. can train it. It just gives you an extra oh. point of XP in that track. All right. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, that's my understanding here. Let cool. me go back to that and confirm. I'm getting lost in the rules. Uh, yeah, when you spend time in training, mark one XP on the XP track for an attribute or playbook advancement. Oh, okay. Then hell with it. the appropriate upgrade, you get plus two. Then I'm just going to do it on playbook because why not? Hmm. Yeah, so that's the, um, I mean, you, so you, for instance, you can, you can reduce heat. Uh, you just have to pick how you do it. That's one of the rare, there's a few downtime activities where the roll, healing and reduce heat, for instance, mm-hmm. you can just make a roll. And though in the case of healing without a physiker, there's stress and yeah. even the lowest roll still helps you. Hmm. Yeah, let's reduce heat. I've only got, all right, sure. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Only got two heat. So, so someone, has to, um, you know, I mean, David's got a blue coat contact, so that's mm-hmm. probably the most, um, you know, the Real, yeah. realistic one, but, you know, but you could have, uh, you could bring Dan along to, you know, talk to him and roll, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Let's like, do that. Assisted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, what do yeah. we roll? Uh, you roll a, uh, that, the appropriate action rating. So, so if you're going to consort or sway, I think it's, this consort. is a friendly person, yeah, so consort. I think consort is probably okay, the most cool. effective. Dan, you want to roll consort? Uh, yeah, so roll again. Um, and you can spend stress to assist or not. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. All right, so my consort is two. There's a dice. Give me a dice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll two dice for my consort. I got a six. So all right. Five, nice. five and a six. So three heat. That's all your heat. Fuck nice. yeah. You guys are smooth operators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we can't afford to be anything else. <laughs> it's like we're chatting, we're 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 chatting up Dermot, like taking him to a pub, buying him cheap beer, and being like, "Yeah, so really like this town that you've got going on here. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, just want it under, want it to be understood that we don't, we know that you're part of the blue coats, but like we don't consider you a bad person. But you know, we've gotten into a little trouble." Um, and then Dermot's like, you're broke, aren't you? And we're like, so broke. Oh, so my, God, broke. We're oh so, my God, we need money. We're yeah. so broke. Do you know a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what are you guys thinking for the next score? Oh, I think... Um, oh, yeah. By the way, long-term plan. Could that long-term plan be take back our fucking estate or... Uh, that would be a, like a project. Yeah, um, long-term project, yeah. Yeah, but I, I was going to say that... Um, in your, we haven't written it down yet, but in the turf claims thing, mm-hmm. once you take the turf, the immediately adjacent to you turf, mm-hmm. there's two, then you've taken back the estate. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, let's okay. But you let's have to take some turf. Yeah. All right. So, so end of session. Let's do XP. Okay. So you guys should have that. I think you just have that on your character sheet. Yep. yep. Everyone, ha- every one of us has like slightly different ones. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's your playbook specific XP trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, desperate action trigger mm, for the specific yeah. rating that you... Yeah, so you rolled, uh, Prowl during your desperate action, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so your XP has to go to Prowess. Yep. So I didn't get a desperate action. I did, I did it just to charge with technical skill. I made drugs. And each, each XP is, like, one, one dot on the sheet? Yeah. Like, yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. In that specific track. Yeah, I didn't do it twice, so it's just gonna be one XP. You expressed your... 
Uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I don't think I really did that this game, did I? I don't know if anybody did that. What no. do you guys think? Not really, no. no. And you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. Nope. Nope. So, so it's... You know what? Yeah. And I did definitely address a challenge with deception or influence. Mm-hmm. So that's a general XP. Yep. Which I'm going to also throw on my playbook. Yeah, I'm just going to throw... I have, so, I've, so far, I have one on my playbook and two on my resolve. Yeah. How many... Pips is the playbook one to fill. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like eight. 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 Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a bit. But then we also have XP for the hawkers for for our crew. Yes. Right. Oh, right. right. Crew, yeah. crew we also need to do crew XP. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what do we get? So um, your crew specific trigger is acquire product supply, execute clandestine covert sales, or secure new territory. Oh. Clandestine covert yeah, sales seems yeah. covert sales. Yeah, I think that covers it. Yep. So we got one, even though it wasn't real product. Yeah, I think that's still, still legit. Yeah. yeah, we got paid for it. Uh, it yeah. counts. Contend with challenges above your current station. Yep. Yeah, because yep. we definitely we went up against crews that are bigger, bigger and better than us. Yep. Uh, bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one. Yes, we, we did. did. We did. I think you promoted your ambition. Yep. 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 So that's three so far. Uh, and express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. Um, um, well, mm. the, well, the goal is the goal is to bring down the skin. Yeah, heads. but we didn't announce it to anybody. You don't need to announce it. You don't uh, have yeah, to. This exp- one was just trying to like express it, like through our actions, like mm. yeah. But then, could we say that for every single session? Then, well, no. that's why it says this one is very broad. I think, generally yeah. speaking, as long as you act in, the, yes, in like general, this, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, it's it's very much a judgment call. Yep. Okay. So it's I, th- be- I think yeah. All right. So it'd be total four then. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Then you yeah, know what? Because if, if we like, let's say we do a session where like, oh shit, like our you know our biggest supplier has gotten, or not not even like you know a character's sister or something has gotten kidnapped, mm-hmm. and we spend basically the entire session just trying to rescue her, and we succeed. Great, we got our sister back, but protecting our, that character sister was not a core purpose mm-hmm. of the crew. Yeah, so we probably wouldn't get that XP at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So okay, that, that sort of thing. So do I put four in resolve and instantly get a point in a tune, or put four in a playbook and wait for next time? Oh no, the crew XP is totally different. Oh, it's crew. Okay, it's never mind. just yeah, yeah. It's crew XP just is just crew. for the crew. Yeah. Oh, once, never mind. Then. Once our crew levels up, we get one of those other sweet things. Oh, yeah, you can either like get a special ability or get two upgrades. Okay, okay never yeah. mind then. So like, we can pick up. So intra- and that's important. Advances are different than tier. Okay. Yeah. Your tier requires rep. rep, rep to okay. Go up. You're right. You're right. All right. Um. So the yeah, that's. It's confusing. The crew advances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. There's two different ways of sort of tracking. Really still, we're, we're, we've, we made some solid steps. So towards, yeah. Uh, How many pips is the crew advancement tracker? We're halfway there. All right. Nice. Yes. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. All right, fellas. Okay, that's Perfect. it. So nice that was, work, uh, scoundrels. Thank you very much. That was yeah. Blades in the Dark. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. First session. So far, so good. I think we're going to do this again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Excellent. All right. I'm excited. Elder Spunk. Elder Spunk. Emphasis on the punk. <laughs> so punk. It, it actually kind of is. Punk rock. Yeah. Yep. yep. And <laughs> fuck the system. Out. Fuck the Elder System. Hey, everybody. We hope you liked this episode of Blades in the Dark, where our ne'er-do-wells found out that this whole life of crime thing is pretty easy and nothing will ever go wrong. Please give us a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. It helps us out a lot and lets us grow our criminal empire. Also, please consider donating to our Patreon, where we use the money for hosting, equipment, and hiding in the sewers until this whole thing blows over. Anyways, thanks for listening, and see you next time.